and gentlemen, you know the fucking vibe. All right. My name is Zuma, and I'm joined today by my duo, my friend, my companion. You guys already know who the fuck he is. It's my guy with a claw in his hand, Ben J. Nassim. Ben, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Tom. Weather's great. A lot of sports on this weekend. You know, we've got know, the Cod Major. We got a French Grand Prix this weekend. We got the U.S. Open. Been watching the Euros. Been watching Copa America. Oh, yeah. A lot of stuff going on. You got the CDL Major Ben yeah. on Lynn. You know what I'm talking about? Shout Land out to, shout is out to back, Italy. baby. Shout out to Italy yeah, for Italy, getting Italy another might, dub. Italy might fuck around and win Euros this year. They might actually, fuck around. Why not, right? Why not? These fucking Italians, they're fucking crazy. I'll tell you that, Ben. Uh, but a long day at COD, man. Uh, you know, like Ben said, a lot of sports going on. But man, oh man, is there a lot of fucking drama, a lot of shit happening in the CDL. Uh, and a lot of it happened today. We do have a few guests that will be joining us today. Uh, we got a new one today. Uh, you guys already know who it is. It's the fucking Iceman. One of the iciest to ever play Call of Duty. He goes by the name of Accuracy Lamar. How you doing? I'm doing good, Tom. That's a good intro. I like, like that, guys. That? To be honest, like that. that's some good fucking, I got you. I fucking got you. Let's get Let's a Walmart in the chat. How you doing? Let's get a fucking Walmart. Let's welcome him to the show. Um, Wait, and I, you guys I got tired of know. typing in the chat. You know, I had to come in the show. Oh yeah, for sure. I wanted to get you in on a good one. I think today was a good one. I think today, you know, first day to major back on land. I thought you were a perfect guest to have on the show today. So I figured I'd reach out. We got you in here, and we also got Parasite. Chris Parasite, how you doing today? Uh, you're you're always joining us on the show, but you know it's always a pleasure to have you on. We appreciate you, Parasite. How you doing today? Yeah, I appreciate it, Tom. Uh, just, I had the luxury of watching uh, the entire major today. Uh, usually, I don't have that luxury because I'm still competing. Uh, but uh, it was a good one. It was a really fun day. Lots of uh, I guess upsets if you look at the uh, standings. You think so? You thought it was some upsets? I feel like it was pretty predictable most of it, uh, except for the optic one. That one threw me off a little bit. I didn't think yeah. it was gonna be like that. Um, but the, they were kind of, I don't know, we'll, we'll talk about them, right? We'll go through all the matches yeah, and talk yeah. about them. But let's get right to the fucking chase. Yep. This guy spelt his name fucking wrong. What the fuck's going on with Hook? <laughs> what the fuck is going on with this fucking guy? That's the first thing you talk about. <laughs> yeah, he spelt his name wrong. He spelled yeah, his nah. fucking name wrong on a fucking COVID test. And he couldn't get into the venue. He couldn't get in. He couldn't get in. I, listen, I don't know if you guys know anything more, but Ben, I mean, I'll start I with you. I definitely do, but... No, I know. I See, listen, at the end of the day, it's, it's very simple. He spelled his name wrong. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, listen, I think Kyler, he messed up. He messed up big time. Ben, I'm going to kick it off with you. Yeah. Uh, what are your initial thoughts? I mean, I feel like it's fucking nuts that LA Thieves had to come in. You're echoing again, Ben. Fuck you. It was, you it was Lamar echoing. It wasn't me. But, okay, if it was Lamar, it's fine. But if it's you, but, fuck you. But, but to that point, so you and I have been sitting here He's watching always matches. You and I have been sitting here watching the matches all day. We've been, like, texting around asking people about what's going on. So we've gotten kind of skinny. Um, and basically what it seems like is, um, so obviously Activision's taking COVID pretty seriously at this event. Uh, everybody before they show up to the event were required to get a PCR test. So uh. if you guys ever gotten a PCR COVID test, they stick a giant thing up your nose, they swab it, they run it. It's a very accurate test. And then sucks. It, walls, it sucks. It's like, it used to be like really bad. It used to like basically poke your brain. Now it's not as bad. Mm. Uh, and at the event, they've been doing rapid tests just to make sure that no one's getting COVID uh, during the event. Um, obviously looking out for everybody's safety. Uh, so from my understanding, I'm talking to people basically like they when players checked in earlier this week they were handed the rapid tests and the, the instructions on uh how to get the test filed and the results sent um so that you know it could all be logged mm -hmm. uh, and it seemed like there's some sort of typo or recording issue with hooks COVID tests 
Uh, and then they try to resolve it this morning. And when he arrived at the venue, he didn't uh, have his ID. Uh, and then they had to go back and they had to get his ID. And at that point, it was too late. And they had to make the decision to play with draws. It's just, it's just really unfortunate. I know he's gone through a lot this year. And for a Thieves team that was preparing to play with one set of players, had to swap it up at the last minute. It's super unfortunate. What a fucking mess. What a fucking mess. Listen, I feel bad for LA Thieves because these guys have been going through fucking hell. On top of yeah, that, it's been I a thought, rough year for them. Yeah, and on top of that, you got Slasher coming in, right? He wants to make a name for himself. Now he's got to play with a fucking pickup team. And he was playing. He was doing his fucking thing. Yeah, he was playing his heart yeah, out. He, he was going was. crazy. That guy he was, was trying to win the victory. One. Yeah, the Thanos came out today, for sure. He was fucking trying to do it all. Um, As I predicted, I mean, I said that. I, I thought Slasher was going to come out and do his fucking thing. We're just back on land. He's back in his element. There's certain people that just have that play style to me where I feel like they're going to be better on land. Octane was another one who I thought was just going to look better just by the way he plays. Um, but Jake Lucky, he came out and said Hook was announced as a starter over a week ago, and we are supposed to believe he wasn't able and ready to take his COVID test at the proper time. Something ain't adding up. I know there's a lot of fucking controversy going on. I know there's a lot of fucking theories and shit like that. I talked to some sources as well. I talked to some sources in the, in the LA Thieves camp, and, uh, it's very simple. He just fucking didn't spell his name right, and he couldn't fucking get it going. Now... I don't know what happened the morning today because yesterday he didn't spell his name right. Correct, Ben? Yeah. yeah. So, so it's like, uh, from my understanding, some kind of electronic filing system. And right. then uh, they were trying to sort it out. And, and you know, today, like, on top of that, it was like, okay, well, clearly the tests aren't working. Let's go get another one. Mm -hmm. And the ID situation complicated things because, look, they live in Dallas. They're not, like, from my understanding, staying at the hotels close to the venue. So it's a little bit of a longer Uber ride. It all just kind of added up. And by that time, you know, they were unable to get it kind of going. So uh, really, truly unfortunate situation. It's something like uh, me as, like, a former manager of a team, this would be, like, a nightmare scenario to me, for me. Like, uh, like. I let them want, I want to make sure that we never screw up the logistics part of the team, like making sure that people are there on time uh -huh. to get in the venue that they're eligible to play and they can focus on the competitive stuff. So I'm sure like Cap and Mud Dog and all the support people over there were kind of like going through it, that this whole situation kind of unfolded. Uh, but yeah, from our understanding, asking around, this is sort of how it went down. Wait, I but just, like, hold on real, ahead, real quick. How are we going to let this slide? This is like, the, we Ooh. were talking about this like very casually. No, we're talking about this very casually that he misspelled his name. What the fuck? Well, no, I'm I guessing, mean, I'm I'm let, let me comment on this. Let me comment on this because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to like, <laughs> I don't want to, I'm like, I love Kyla. I think Kyla's a yeah, great yeah, person. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to come on here and drag him or anything. Oh, like, yeah, misspelling your name last night. Okay, whatever. Like, it's not that big mistyped of a deal. Mistyped or something. Yeah, you, know, you mistype it, yeah. whatever. You misclick. It's not, I just that, think it's that's not the end of the world. Just, well, okay. That's not the main thing to focus on, though. The main thing to focus on is how are you late today? If you were on time today, if you're on time today, then none of that matters. You could not even submit your test. You don't even. You could misspell anything you want, and they could get done in the morning yeah, today yeah, when course. you get there. That it was just like a double whammy. Yeah, like, of course. I, I, you I misclicked was, the uh, night before, and then this. I just happened. thought it was because I, I, I don't see that even being a possibility. Like, how the fuck do you misspell your name? I mean, I think, you misclick on the, the keyboard. It's a whole complicated system. You have to remember that a lot of these rapid test systems were all spun up very fast. So the tools yeah. themselves aren't particularly great. I think the difficulty for them, again, they live in Dallas. So it's not like they're staying at a hotel close by. Oh, I forget my ID. Let me go walk across the parking lot back to the hotel and I'll be back in five minutes. You got to get an Uber. Keep in mind, they're, they're playing pretty early 
uh, Central Time, so the traffic in Dallas can be kind of brutal. Like, it's just all kind of stacked up a cascading series of errors that led to the situation where yeah. they were forced to play with Draza. But, but this is the thing too, Ben. Like, yeah, if you're on time or whatever it is, even these cat that's what being on time is. They're, you're planning for things to go wrong. You know, if you show up at the last second and then there's a cascading error of traffic, et cetera, et cetera, that's not like, you know, it's well, not your fault. I mean, that's your fault. You have to be on time and yeah. you have room for these errors. Yeah. Here's what I would uh, here's what I would wonder though is even if he had been able to take another test today, would they have gotten the results in time for him to be eligible to play today? It's possible all the ID stuff just didn't matter. He would have still rapid had the tests same are like rapid tests are done in like twenty minutes. The rapid ones. The yeah, no, he would have got it done. Flash said, Flash said yes. You know, he would have got okay. it done. That's the main thing for me is you know showing up late to the venue. He doesn't have his ID. Uh, just a whole big fucking mess. I feel for the guy. I do because I know Kyler and I'm good friends with him. I just feel for him. You know. I, yeah, so I feel really bad for him too because you're just—it's like a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Obviously, something's in control, something's out of control. But I think this is something that was in yeah. in control. You yeah, know, yeah, it's, not like, this, it's not like he intended to, to have all this happen. It's right. just like it's unacceptable, but, but, man. But, like, but yeah, at the same time, you can't—you can't just fucking brush it off because he's a professional. He gets paid a lot of money. And these are certain things that you have to get done. I got my PCR test. I'm not even fucking competing in the fucking thing. That's just for me to get in. They had to shut yeah. that fucking thing on my nose. Yeah, I got mine too. You, you know what I'm saying? You have to go with Paco, right? Yeah, I went yeah. with Paco. We both came out crying because when they sync that shit up, <laughs> your, your eyes start to tear. We both looked at each other and started laughing. Uh, but fucking, hey, you got to get it done. You got to get it done. You're a professional player and there's no excuses for that. Um, whether he's a friend or not, you know, as a friend, you got to say how it is. You know, get your shit together, man. I mean, I, th I think this is an issue that, like, honestly, is going to teach a lot of people in the COD scene. It's like an issue that's just been happening for years with people just being late to shit. Whether it happens every day, scrims, events, yeah, warm-ups, whatever it is. it is, like, this shows this stuff matters. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have yeah. to be on time. It's a precedent. Even, even then, even them being be on set. time, even them being on time is late. Like, you have to be early. That is being on time, like, for everything. Because yeah. being there early just means you're prepared for the worst. And yeah. that's what you always want to be for. And, that's where, and, then, and then after you, you see all this, people start bringing it back to Krim. People are like, maybe Krim was right and this and that. Listen, we already talked about that on, on the other uh, yesterday's show. We'll wait till Krim's side of the story. We'll hear, we'll, we'll hear two sides, right? There's two sides of every story. We'll hear both stories, and then we'll give our opinions on it. Yep. I think right now there's really no need to talk about that shit. I personally like to hear everybody talk before I give my actual opinion. Um, and then we'll see how it goes. Um, you want to get into the matches, Tom? Yeah, let's get into the fucking yeah. matches. Why not? Uh, the first match to kick off the fucking day. We got London Royal Ravens going up against Seattle Surge. Uh, listen, this was a pretty good one for if you're a Seattle fan. Obviously, Seattle's struggling. But, you know, they showed some signs of life. I think Octane really showed out today. Um, it was nice to see him in his element, right? I just feel like the human turret came from land. He's just able to find those angles, well, get those frames, and, and be able to lock yeah. shit down. You know what I'm saying, Ben? Here, here's my thought process. Seattle's been trending now in the right direction for about a week and a half. And this is a validation of the trend we've been seeing. Uh, on top of another twist, Octane had a tremendous series, Gunless had a tremendous series, and we had some very good contributions from the sub players on the team. That's what we've been saying. If all four of them can show up and play well, yeah. Is London been playing well the last like three weeks? Absolutely not. Uh, but no team's going to be easy to beat on land. And it starts here. It sets Seattle up for a matchup against a team they lost to, Paris. And if they can win that and make top eight, anything can happen from that point on. Mm -hmm. I agree. They could definitely make a fucking run. Uh, I'm curious to get accuracy and uh, parasites. Uh, I'm gonna call you accuracy during the show, Lamar. I know it's fucking weird. Yeah, I know you good. very well, but you know, 
just so people know who I'm talking about. I'm, I'm curious to see, what do you think about the Seattle team? Do you think Lan is benefiting them because, you know, they're they're a veteran team? You know, it's, they've been a while. They have a lot of experience and stuff like that. Or do you think they just had a good day and just showed out? Um, I think Lan's definitely benefiting them. Like, if you look at their players, like their star players, Sam and Pierce, like, they are iron pre-aim players. Yeah. Like, they make good they reads, they pre-aim you, and they win their gunfights. Yeah. And no matter what anyone says, that play style is exponentially better on land. Mm -hmm. Like, yep. they've been doing it for years. We've, we've seen them do it for years. No one should be surprised that they showed up and did what everyone, you know, knows they can do, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Parasite, I'd like to get your opinions as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm basically going to reiterate what Lamar said. The only yeah. thing I'm going to touch on is um, I had a conversation with Maven on Twitter where we were discussing, uh, where, like, under a tweet of Slack where he was like, oh, how are you guys surprised Sam's done this before, right? Cause, uh, and then Maven said that he's been doing this online too. And the one thing that I want to, like, touch on is Sam's play style, and this is a lot of other ARs play style, it, cor it, it translates better to land because a lot of the kills they're getting are just much more impactful because the game just kind of slows down right it slows mm -hmm. down just a bit enough for that statue that like turret type play style benefits um hey, a team a go. lot more than it does online where people are kind of just flying and applying as much pressure as possible uh -huh. and that's what that's what like that's why you see uh sam have that type of uh impact on his team today yeah 100 percent um i think the main thing is we, you know, I said it coming into it. I think there's going to be certain individual players with their play styles that will definitely benefit from land. Um, I definitely think there are some players that struggled. Like, Alex really struggled for me, at least watching it. It just seems like he's uncomfortable. Um, ever since that hand injury thing, I don't know. I just feel like there's something off with him. And I'm hoping that he can prove me wrong and just turn things around. But I think the main thing is I don't think that many results are going to change at the top of the, of the league. But I think when it comes to these bottom half teams, I think we might see some some weird ones. You know, like Seattle came out and they looked really good. I thought London was a better team online. I think online, I think you can say London. London, Wait, London beat one, them, right? London has won one series in the Wasn't it versus stage. Seattle? They well, beat LAG. Well, that's not good. Uh, that was it. I could be faded. Yeah. Uh, they, so Seattle, Seattle beat Seattle them? Beat, Seattle, uh, didn't, they didn't play Seattle up oh, until okay. this event. Uh, uh, but they lost to Dallas, lost to Florida, lost to Toronto, lost to New York, beat LAG. Yeah, Those I mean, the results I mean this first this. map was was a blender. I think Seattle did a good job hitting their rotations. Uh, they got some streaks. Um, they all looked really comfortable. I want to give a shout out to Afro because I think that kid can fucking play. And Paul X, whether it's online. Afro or land, looked good. I'm not gonna lie. Good. Afro looked good. He, yeah, he, does. he honestly looked like the shining star for the team. He was getting three pieces, multi kills. Paul like, too. Paul definitely give him his props for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, Paul looked good too. I just noticed Afro a little more with like in the feet sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, like, sure. He must have yeah. done something nice. Yeah, hundred percent. He's a very impactful player. He plays at a quick pace. Um, there's just something about him. And I, I think Paul's. I think I think London. You know, they got lucky with these two guys. I think these two guys they should hold on to them. I think Paul X and Afro can really turn uh really turn this team around. Now the other two, I don't know. Shawnee really struggled today. Um, he's the main AR, I think, right? And he he got like what he had like a .65 or .68 or whatever. Yeah. And, and listen, I know you guys, we were just talking about KDs yesterday, but hey, sometimes you gotta look at the KDs and be like, okay, this guy's definitely not getting kills, and there's probably a problem there. Um, but then you know, Seattle, they end up clutching up. They do what they gotta do. We go into a second map. We go into a raid, uh, S and D, um, and then we had another good one, Ben. I'll let you touch on this. Yeah, um, we're gonna show a couple of rounds from this S and D. Uh, was pretty back and forth. Uh, London ended up clutching it up in the end. Uh, to go ahead and prolong uh, this series a, li a little bit. Um, for Seattle, I mean, uh, I actually think that London played this map pretty well. They got in trouble in a couple of rounds. I think that's why it ended up being closer than it is. Mm. With a decent response from the London guys, there hasn't been a lot of bright spots for them in the last couple of weeks. 
Uh, and they were able, after a really slow apocalypse, to come out and at least push it to a, a control where they could try and grab some momentum. Yeah, 100%. I think Seattle played at a pretty good pace. Um, London did a good job with their retakes and just adapting to the map. Um, it was very well, not, this, not this retake if you watch not it, but this go ahead. One, not this one, uh, but I think I think right here, Seattle did a good job staying aggressive mid-map and getting getting that info. I mean, it was weird to me that London just gave up mid-map. I mean, yeah. that was, on defense, that was really fucking weird. It, this, honestly, when I was watching this map all day, I was kind of, this was the weirdest raid SND I've seen in a while. Like, yeah. they were hitting kitchen randomly, like on offense, three hitting kitchen and doing crazy stuff, getting like their spawn control. Yeah. But on this map, like, if you let a team plant the bomb for middle right there, like, Talk it. it's over, Talk bro. It. Like, yeah, it's chalk. chalk. I'd rather, mm. I'd rather have an all-out war with the team, get first blood or whatever happens, than let them plant in a 4v4 for middle. Yep, 100%. Even late round, like, Seattle would just shimmy middle sometimes and, and find gaps like there was just a lot of weird setups there was a lot of blind because. countering going on around this map tom because like mm -hmm. even even then there was like a round where i think L london stacked the uh, ring bombsite and then uh seattle just went to b and planted for free but it was it was literally just a blind counter like uh map to be honest yeah I mean, that's how that's usually how it is right i mean mm -hmm. for the most part i mean teams are going to adapt to certain things that people are doing so you'll see a lot of blind counters you'll see a lot of people switching it up you know, a lot of these teams are watching film as well. You know who you're playing going into the event. So I'm sure there was some film watching. So they were trying to, you know, do the best they can to work with it. But um, I think for the most part, uh, London, they were able to push it to, uh, to a control like Ben said and tie up the series. And it was good. Nikki D was making fucking plays here. Classic was picked up a big yeah, two-piece right there. One, one final thing on Surge's S&D. It actually hasn't been particularly good in this stage. So something, if we want to like point for one area, they're going to want to improve, especially against Paris. They need to get a little bit better at S&D. I believe they only won one S and D this whole stage so far. I think it was the last map against Optic. Uh huh. I think uh, regardless, today was a good day for Seattle. I think to get yeah. that confidence mm -hmm. and that momentum going into the rest of the weekend, like today was just a big win. Obviously, I mean they would have been eliminated if they fucking lost, but I think the momentum and the confidence. This is what they needed to get back on stage, get back in their element. You heard Gullens talk about it in the interview. You know they're just starting to feel comfortable. And that's all you that's all you want from these guys is to have them get into rhythm and they, they look very confident on stage as well. We went into a checkmate control. We saw this map a few times today. Um this map can always get real fucking mixy. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a big fan of this map on control. Um You're Seattle, a big fan of this map? I actually am. I actually am. I think I think really? it, I think now I think the the way people play it and people just know how to play it now, like it gets interesting. Like it, you know, it went down yeah. the lives a couple times, like it's yeah, just exciting okay. to watch. Maybe as a competitor it might be shit. But no, it's hot or cold. It's hot or cold. Like, yeah. sometimes you watch it and it's like, okay, this team's getting curb stomped in their spawn. But yeah. then there's lit moments like this where it's like a all-out war on the point. There's like right. 10 seconds left yeah. and there's trading yeah. lives. Like, yeah, yeah, when that it's happens, lit, it's great. It's fucking lit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, when that happens, it's great. But when yeah, it's like a spawn yeah. trap situation, it's whack. Yeah, I, I mean, competitive-wise. We've been, we've been having some, like, lit garrisons. And then today we had an absolute sticker against New York and Minnesota. So, like, it can happen with some of these maps. But I agree, like, it seems like across the board, like, even the weaker teams, and figure out how to play, like, a decent checkmate control game so sometimes we get some absolute heaters it's just it's just i think the problem with most controls in this game is just and this map but other maps as well it's, it's just defense heavy i think yeah, a lot of these yeah, maps yeah. are just really defense heavy and i can understand why people don't like this map and, and think it's kind of shit but we do have some interesting maps sometimes and you know some of it's exciting if i was still yeah, competing those i'd probably hate super it. exciting in my yeah, opinion when it comes down to lives and time it's like super oh, clutch yeah, plays yeah. around the bottom plane stuff looks fun to watch for yeah sure. it's lit it's definitely lit as a as a viewer but Seattle, they do a good job. Uh, they, they get some kills. They, they went out and won the first offense, did they not? Unless yeah, they I'm didn't fucking win the first faded. offense. And then yep, London bounced back as, as well, right? And then won an offense yeah, on top of that? Uh, 
Uh, I don't think so. I think Minnesota clutch up on defense. It mm -hmm. goes down to a 1v1 in the second round. That's over from Yeah, there. Seattle goes up 2-0, and then I think they win 3-1. 3-1, Preston yep. made huge plays this first round. I, knew, I want to give him his props. When I was watching this, he made, like, really, really good plays to, for this first round for Seattle to win. And then especially at the end right here, noticing that he shouldn't just take, like, a one-on-one -on -one in the plane, wrapping back yeah. to play trades with his team on the alley. Like, that was a vet play for sure. Yeah, he's playing, just using his teamwork, right? Using his teammates and making sure he's not making any solo plays and stuff like that. That's the difference, right? I think Seattle does that really good, honestly. I feel like they do have a good team culture. Like, they look really good. I think ever since they picked up Classic, they've been looking a lot better. They've been, um, getting, they've been getting better. The sub-sling hasn't been there until today. I think, like, we saw signs that Gunless and Octane were starting to really figure it out. Mm -hmm. But there's still some kind of work that Classic and, and uh, Prasini had to do to really get that, like, sub-chemistry. And I feel like today, that was sort of the best we've seen the two of them play. Uh, they're obviously going to want to avenge that Paris loss. So we'll see how they improve going into tomorrow. Well, what do you think? Do you think that these guys can pick it up? Do you think that these subs have has what it takes to, to be at the top and compete with the best of the best? What do you think, Ben? I think it's going to be really tough. Um, but we've seen crazy te teams make a crazy run these events before, so why not? Yeah, versus the versus the lower teams, I'm not like worried about like the way they play because the way that like Classic and Pristini are playing, even if they're not playing like that well individually, they're setting up their ARs in Gunless and Sam. But once they start getting into the higher echelon of teams, that's where my worry comes in because you're seeing players that are not only doing that and setting up their AR players, but they're also explosive. And that's when like this team will be super tested in terms of their sub their sub work. Yeah. That worries me for them, to be honest. Yeah, but they have a lot of star power on the yeah, AR lineup, they do. of course. So, like, if Sam's having a day like he had today or whatever, like, yeah. the map's not going to be hard for Nick and Preston to run around on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's like, versus, like, a, like, like I'm obviously going to an extreme here, but versus, like, a phase. Like, oh, okay, obviously, yeah. you know what I mean? Like Where they're just elite at every category. Yeah, where they're just elite in every single category. And that's what you usually get when you're in the, like, higher echelon of teams where, like, Sam's going to be, Sam's good, but, like, if the others aren't produ producing in the, in the slaying category, then it's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, they have, see how they they have an opportunity here. Yeah. Look, the way this event is set up when they're in a one-and-done situation right now is they can learn a lot and yeah. grow a lot as a team with the amount of pressure they're going to be on every single series they play out here on out. Yeah, exactly. You have to remember as well, like, they're playing for their champs' lives. Like, they need to come to this event and basically make it to Sunday. Make it a top four to give themselves a chance at the next event to basically do the same to qualify. So, mm -hmm. uh, curious to see how well they play tomorrow. Yeah, I think uh, I saw Maven talking about it a little bit and that he was talking about it with, uh, I think it was Joey or, or whatever, but... Hey, one player can really hinder your team with how competitive the league is now. You know, like, you saw with New York, right? You get some out of the roster, they don't look the same. Um, you saw with, uh, with 100 Thieves or LA Thieves, right? You make one or two changes, and it's just, like, it's hitting the fucking fan. Like, everybody needs to perform, like what Parasite just said. Like, when you get to those, like, top matches, when you get to those, like, number one, two, three teams, if somebody or two people, one or two people are slacking, you know, it's gonna hurt you. Um, it yeah. might not hurt you when you're in the bottom half playing some of these other teams, but... When you're getting to the top of the top, that shit can really hurt. So we'll we'll see if this, these Seattle guys can keep this momentum going through the rest of the tournament. I think London um, was a good first uh, first match for them. I think London was a good matchup for them. They can come out get the W. We went into a, what another checkmate, right, Ben? Another checkmate, yeah. hard point. Seattle yeah, just was, came it was, out. It was and over smoked on the them. second rotation. They smoked them on the P1s, P2s, and I was shocked at that. Well, London didn't even have a fucking point. I think it was like 100 to nothing to kick up, kick things off. Um, so there really wasn't much to talk about. I mean, especially in checkmate, if you're putting teams in that blender and you're just staying ahead of your rotations, it's pretty much chalked up. Um, but we had some really exciting series, so we wanted to blow right by that fucking one. Because that was losers round one, and Seattle came and out. And, took care of nice, and as we just to put a cap on it, we'll see Paris and uh, 
Paris and Seattle play tomorrow. I think that one's very interesting. We'll talk a little bit more about it at the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll obviously give our predictions and talk about some of the matches tomorrow. But we go into uh, the Battle of Los Angeles. You got LA Thieves going up against Los Angeles Gorillas. Um, this was another one that I just couldn't predict. I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. Um, but LA Thieves, they come out against this LAG team. And if I remember correctly, you know, there was a lot of series today. But didn't LA Thieves kind of throw a little bit? On this so first map. This, this is a no, this is a weird series. So like I don't I fucking obviously, remember. Obviously in the run up to this, I made the prediction that Gorillas is gonna win this series. I just kinda tossed it out there. I had no confidence in that pick whatsoever. <laughs> it turns out I was wrong. Here's my thought process is I've seen a lot of their They've been getting smoked by people in scrims recently, especially in hardpoint. And this series kind of played out that way. Yeah. The hardpoints weren't close, but where LAG has been improving a lot in the last couple of weeks has been in control, control. outside of raid control. So they, they won the control in the series and they won the two SNDs. They nuzzled it. They two, three, five. <laughs> they nuzzled it. I know. I mean, where the fuck I mean, does nuzzle shit come from? I don't know. Someone came on the show once and said it. So no, they need to change that to Bryce Facento and people. Bryce the, the Bryce was the master two, three, five, bro. Yeah, Bryce, he was. Five, Bryce right? was a good two, three, fiver for the sure. The optic nation. Yeah, yeah. But come on, I mean, this is just the story of fucking LAG. I, I'm, it's all coming back to me now. There's four series today, so I'm like losing my fucking mind. It's but now it's coming back to me. Long day cod. Right, yeah, long day cod. Long day cod. So I fucked up in the beginning. LATs did not choke this. They smoked them in the fucking hard points. I remember this now. Both hard points L were not close, dude. LAG fucking. I don't understand these guys. I mean, everybody called it from the day one when they made the team. Like two, three, five is gonna be their best friend. I mean, I think that's the story of this team just by looking at their their roster on paper. I mean, anybody can kind of say that. Um, I feel bad for LA Thieves in this in this series, though. I think with all this shit that they went through, I don't think they would lose two S&Ds like that. I feel like they would be able to close one out if they were all on the same page. But bringing in a new guy, one guy's fucking losing his sticks, too. Then Drazo, he start complaining. He didn't break yeah, his, his controller. Fucking controller. Broke. His yeah, controller yeah. broke. He dropped his controller, controller broke, before he left. And he, he had left to home. use... He had to use like completely different sticks. I'm oh, like, I would shit, shoot dude. circles if that happened to me. Like if no, I have a control freak or something, it'd be yeah. chalk. That's happened to me before, and I didn't qualify for a champs uh, in Ghost uh, Regionals. Same thing I, happened. I, I still don't know how not one person in the whole venue had an extra controller. I don't think he uses anything crazy. I think he just uses like. Does he use a beaver or does he use a? Yeah, I'm stuff. pretty sure he just uses a beaver with default sticks. Yeah, with well, default sticks. Like, how does not one person? Nobody had that shit. Had yeah, I guess the beaver headquarters are like not that far from the. I think The thing is, I'm fairly sure. <laughs> I'm fairly sure he's had to switch it mid-series because I think he played a map one or map two, and then they went to like a shot of the like refs around his desk, and they were they were doing something. So I don't know. Maybe it was before the series or in mid-series. I think it might have been. I think it might have been TJ. But regardless, I oh, think okay. regardless of all that stuff, like Draza played well with a sub today. Like, I, yeah, he like, played good. He played good. Yeah, dude, that kid has heart, bro. I've been a I've been yeah. a fan of him ever since I found out like his origin story. I've had like I've been He's a fan disgusting. Of him. I, I, like, I think kid. that level of passion to do that, you know, move from Alaska, leave your family, all that type of stuff to risk it to make it like. No, whatever. Oh, I, I didn't even know that. that. I didn't even know that part of the story that he had to. He moved across the country with his uh, roommate. His name's Optimum. He's an amateur Call of yeah. Duty player as well. And they've been friends like for a long time. And he moved in with him. And he never met him basically until he moved in with him. Like he knew him online, but he never met him until then. And he lived with him for a long time. Yeah. 
Ever since I found that out, Double I was like, alright, I got respect for this kid no matter what happens. Yeah, like, that's passion. I mean, ever since that one tweet when he tweeted exceed or something, you dog shit fuck. <laughs> I knew that, that guy was built for this bro. shit. I knew he was built for this fucking thing. That was thing. hilarious, bro. Hey, I don't know. I think exceed was talking shit about a scrims and them being them yeah. in map count. They played him on, on fucking in the, in the tournament and smoked him, three of them, and this guy came out and called him a dog shit fuck live on yeah. Twitter. He doesn't go out of his way to talk shit to people, but when people fire at him, he lets it rip As and it's really the best. As yeah, he should. That, that makes it yeah. good. I love that. Talk to yeah. so, when you can. And, you one know, one thing I want to ask this group. So two, basically two questions, right? TJ didn't have a great series. I'm sure we can go deep into it. It's like, if you're Thieves, first off, are you still going to try hooking your lineup going forward? And then second question is, you're surely not going to pinch Draza now. So if Hook's playing, who's gonna sit? Poor J Cat, man. Poor J Cat. Hey, I feel like J like Cat is always left in these positions where like he's thinking about changing a team, and I feel like they're valid changes every time. <laughs> but he just looks like a fucking head. They're gonna be on his fucking head, you know? They're, like this guy just looks like a fucking asshole all the time. But I mean, hey, bro, people are spelling their fucking names wrong. So this guy's getting fucking dropped. The fucking superstars ready to come over. But this and that. This guy's playing like shit. It's like, bro, it's crazy. Crazy, like it, it, I feel bad for the fucking guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, listen, I know they gotta be stressed out. I know they gotta be stressed out. So I definitely feel for for Cap and, and Mud Dog over there because they're doing the best that they can. Um, but TJ is a is a weird one to me because a lot of people want this guy gone. Let's be honest. It's all over Reddit. It's all over Twitter. Everybody keeps saying he needs to get benched. TJ yeah, to me. TJ to me. I, I mean, he he's a good player, but he's just not performing. I feel like TJ just hasn't oh, I think been he's performing. Pause it. Like, like his just. We've had enough of a sample size from him this year, and he's been around for a what long time. What was that time. stat? What was the stat, Ben? I think he's gone positive in three or five series this year, and especially against top teams, the numbers are very ugly. Like, I, I just think it's at the point where they're probably going to now have to try another lineup, which is Slasher, Kenny, Draza, and who can see if that's the one that sticks. Yeah, but don't I like? Do you think that's going to happen? Like, do you actually see that happening? Because and I don't know what it is, but when I they talk weren't to playing people, that well with the lineup they had prior to this event. That's why they were in losers round one, and then they just got top twelve, obviously due to unfortunate circumstances. So, I mean, they're also in a position too where they don't want to go to champs and end up being like the eighth seed. Mm -hmm. You don't want yeah, to start to losers play, right? at champs. No one wants oh, to. Do that. No, you want to be top six. Like you have to. You want to. You have, the thing about it that sucks is that you're gonna have to earn your top six, like yeah. through online play. Also, like yeah. they're gonna be down in points. Minnesota, what just secured top six with their win right so yeah they were the people that were on their tail now yeah. they're gonna be up 20 30 40 points however long like or maybe what if minnesota wins yeah and now they're they take a close. huge jump and uh you're automatically in the bottom two so, and yeah. still in the tournament too so. i love i love Tej, and I, I love him as a player i love him as a love him as a person but i'm a bigger draza fan and whatever the hell we need to do well not we but la thieves need to do to get that guy on their roster they need to do it because i'm sorry he's he's really good he's way too good he is good i mean he's, the, the, he's been getting tossed around this entire year tom yeah yeah like he has, in he has. and out of the roster like there was a point even before like the off season where he had a chance of playing before they picked up donnie and like it just See, like like just I'm, I'm really close with the guy and just seeing like i think he's disgusting like no, I'm, he's I'm, i might good. be a little biased. Yeah, i mean you, no, you, I don't you see that happen. you were on your last episode you called him a generational talent like i, 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 I honestly think he has that yeah. potential and mm -hmm. if he continues this is his second year playing in the first year you know he he gone that uh ogla team late i i think that they need to put him on and they need to le let him grow as a player mm -hmm. and and keep him on a sub didn't because he win he challengers? A... He just won challengers. He they, just won a cup. They, yeah, they he just won a cup. They threw him down the challengers, and he won the fucking first cup back. 
Yeah. You won the first He's disgusting, dude. He's, He's really so good. good. And why did you say we? Are you on the... Uh, no, 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 playing and, and you you still want to compete and uh do your thing but worse comes to worse if you ever wanted to become a coach i think you would be a great coach i just think Thanks. you've been playing cod for a really long time i, I appreciate and, it and i think a lot of these franchise teams would be lucky to have you to be honest you know what i'm Thank saying you. but clip it and ship it i think he's spitting fucking fugues he's gonna be an assistant coach <laughs> no, I like <laughs> moving uh let's move moving, on. Back, moving back to the game yeah, i want to talk a couple of rounds in this snd i want to talk about i want to talk about this round and i want to talk about the round 11. This round was a little weird. Uh, ended up going down to a 1v1 that Sheen Clutch. Uh, they almost blew a 4v2. Um, I'll set up the situation. I'll let uh, Chris and Lamar take it from here. Pretty much a classic A hit out of Thieves, and they take laundry control. They kind of set it for that post retake. They're a little bit slow to plant. And then LG are going to get a couple of kills, but it gets a little bit closer from there. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely a classic A. They, they get the bomb down right away. I think God, it was... that's my pinch, too. Yeah, they died in a pinch. I mean, at this point, I think it was Slasher who made the play. He ends up hitting a fucking route. He realizes they're down in numbers. He ends up coming in from behind. He pops a big two-piece, makes it a 1v1 situation, and a good play out of Gene. I mean, Slasher may t takes a good route, and he makes a play because, you know, when you're at a disadvantage, that's the green light, right? Gino gets yeah. eyes on Austin. I thought Austin he saw him right away, there. by the way. Gene blew him away. Wait, can we talk about their post-plant setup and how absolutely trash it yeah, was, which is why it even ended up in this situation? Yeah, run it back. What the fuck happened anyway? What is this setup? So they get the bomb down. <laughs> they got two people. They don't got anybody top laundry. Bro, someone go to the outer laundry, like, stair heady yeah. where yeah, you can watch the info. wide jungle and then double crossfire the close. On. Please, yeah. God, yeah. what am I watching? Yeah, there's a shit setup. That was a shit setup. Hey, you gotta think here. Maybe they would have done that. Maybe they went went over this shit with Hook. You know what I'm saying? Like, who the fuck knows? You know, like Draza's in that situation. Maybe they went over that. Um, but I think the most important thing is that somebody needs to be throwing sh shimmies on that heady or on that back staircase or that outer. You're just playing your life, just getting information. If you could spot two or three guys, you know, you could get the information and play off of it. Instead, they just kind of turtle into that corner uh, and they just get yeah. slid on. Looney's making a good point in chat, which is if we go back and look at that situation, let's call out who's holding what position here and what gun they have. So Austin's got the bomb. He's got an AR. He's number five. Mm -hmm. Kenny's watching the flank. He's number six. He's got an AR. Both sub players are the ones that are pushing out laundry. Yep. Yep. Uh, and they've got an AR planting. So I agree that they're not like... You can get away with that, but I think with their setup, yeah, but, it's sort of. But there's another thing they can do while they're while Slasher's yeah. planning, since they're, they're, there's only two of them there and they can't like necessarily cover all the angles. They can just have a guy jiggling for information <coughs> uh, that's around top laundry or like on the outer block, and then have another guy playing tight that's not even showing himself and playing for a late peak like where TJ is now, kind of like that. Yeah, they yeah. should be way more of a credit setup. Yeah, they exactly. Way more of a yeah. Setup. Well, they, they were playing they're, it they're way too the they're, they're asking to get camera because they have no yeah, info exactly. on how many people. They did no idea if anyone's back laundry. They have no idea how many guys are coming from kitchen it's just like yeah lag basically made the the one play that could have screwed yeah. them because if it was maybe one or two guys that hit that they'd probably win it but if it, like three in that scenario you're just screwed and hey. you're just outnumbered bro and chino also killed him in two bullets what the yeah, fuck is he, he shooting yeah, at like he one shot at him. it he did look like away. he one shot at him hey listen 
Lamar, I don't know if you played on land at all. Like, I don't know. Nah, Are you I here? Didn't. Are you here? Yeah, oh, okay. I'm in Texas. I'm in Texas. I, I don't I know. Hey, is this Craig? Like, I feel like it's going to be next level on land. Now, listen, oh, I haven't definitely. played. So I, I mean, historically, ARs have always gotten yeah, better, better on land. Because, yeah. like, you just can't get cameras hard. Every bullet registers perfectly. So, like, yeah. you're going to melt people a lot and if you're hitting really good shots. Plus, plus headshot multiplier. Yeah, the headshot yeah. multiplier on it is insane. Like, you're yeah. just, if you're on point and you just hit some crazy shots, like, you're going to obliterate people. Also, Craig is literally, uh, like, a precision knife and also, the AK-74 use like a hammer. Listen, bro, please don't give fucking Austin the bomb. Why is Slasher carrying the bomb? Has somebody explained to that? Listen, Slasher's a fucking superstar. Search to destroy player. Do not get that fucking guy in the bomb, especially the main AR, the, the fucking, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck is that? They should give it to you. I mean, I mean, it might have been fair. an error. We, we've seen, we've seen I mean, our my team carry the bomb for FaZe a couple of times this year. I mean, I, I it's not uncommon with teams currently. Yeah. It's not even about him being an AR. I just think Slash is too good of an SD player to be planning it, to be planning bombs. Alec can grab the bomb, but he, he also has fucking Selium Sip and a BZ running around him. You know yeah, what I'm that saying? that definitely helps. It's but... like, I don't think Slash should be on the bomb. I, I don't think he should. I think he should be, he should be making Wait, the plays, holding I the lanes. Also, when, when, I mean, damn, I can't say this. I don't mean, I guess it doesn't matter. People can watch the VOD, but like when I was on the Minnesota's team starting, uh -huh. I'm pretty sure when we went to that site, Preston took the bomb and Preston's a superstar. Mm -hmm. You just have to have a good setup. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah and, that and, 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 and having an AR isn't necessarily a bad thing in taking the bomb to the setup because you want your subs to push out these like close quarters engagements back laundry. So yeah. I can see why he would take the bomb. Look at Nameless. Look at Nameless. How are you analyzing bomb carry with a feeling? This ain't the fucking Codcast, Nameless. You understand? This is the fucking <laughs> flank. I say whatever the fuck I want. On this feel, fucking feel, thing. Feeling, or, feeling or not, it, it makes sense because you want what? subs to push it out. So. You know what I'm saying? So I can't talk about the fucking bomb carry. Yeah, yeah. I can't talk about the fucking. Yeah, wait, we can get back, but yeah. real quick, I just think yeah. Slasher is just not a bomb carrier type player. Wait, I think that you missed two rounds that I wanted to bring up. There were two round rounds where I don't remember which round, what numbers it was. I just remember what happened LAG in the rounds. And this went to round 11. So. There was uh, two rounds that I think LAT lost that they had first blood. One of them was like they had a first blood and then uh, LAG planted the bomb unseen 3v4 at B and then clutched the round when Silly Those Pitch like Kitchen. The, it was the first two rounds I think you're talking about. And then another round, I think they... Uh, they got first blood or it was a 3v3 or something like that. And then LAG just crossed to A for free, planted the bomb, and then won the the post plant after having first blood and just having no info, no, no crosses, nothing. It was the second round of the, uh, the game, I think. I think those were the biggest mistakes. Like, Wait, we can nitpick that situation yeah. the most, but, whatever but that fair, is. But is, is, those were the big mistakes. Even, even the rant. Yeah, sorry, right. sorry, go ahead. My bad. Um, even the round 11, Lamar, when yeah. uh, they were all like all of LA Thieves was mid map and they saw the bomb go down, like they planted for laundry and their entire team wrapped to art to retake. They gave themselves basically zero chance at winning the round, even in that round. Yeah. Round so, oh, yeah. So that was, it was round 11. <laughs> I was where, just mind blown, dude. It was round 11 where LAG crossed without any info. So LAT's reacting to the post plant after the bombs planted and they're in a full setup yeah. and then the round earlier in the game that Ben you already brought up uh where they just earn a 3v4 and then they let them plant the bomb at the water bomb the hardest bomb to retake without any information or any callouts and then they lose the 3v4 yeah and in this 5-5 you saw Tej and P5 uh you'll see it he's just sitting in a corner and he's not even looking at the like a cross is that what you're referring to Lamar um yeah i think so something yeah uh, and, i remember who it was and then even after that when they when they when they finally plant the bomb and tj actually sees obviously where the bomb is planted you can see that's not planted for mid and it just blew my mind that they all hit art they, they basically gave themselves no opportunity to, to win the round even after um they had the information of where the bomb was it just didn't make any sense yeah they definitely saw him cross i think who was, who was ever tiki saw that guy water stairs but 
Um, I def definitely think the setup was a little weird out of LAPs. I'm talking about right yeah, here. Right like, here, I don't think anyone sees them go to A. No they, one they, sees yeah, anything. Nobody sees anything. Yeah. Like they would have saw those kids crossing and been Reacting reacting sooner. and making mm -hmm. moves. Yep. But then yeah, even after that, the they, bomb they goes shot down. Themselves and... in the foot. They shot themselves yeah. in the foot. They they and tossed the, it. Yeah, that just those then two what? rounds honestly what? I think were the biggest issues. What? Going I mean, hard. Are, you, are you saying you can't retake from Mark? Because we've seen a couple of teams like we saw well, in, in, in a three in a three v three in a three v three when the bomb's down there. Like you have to think in a three v three that most likely they're not going to have a player art, so you're not really isolating anyone. So you're like all your kills are going to like be like come through from like laundry and like the front of rank. They're not going to come down from the art side of the map. I, mean, like, I don't think it matters in a three v three, four v four, nine v nine. It doesn't matter if they saw the kids crossing and then decided to take art earlier they would have killed the kid off bomb for free after yeah. and actually been able to retake it if you That's go true. if you start retaking art five six seven eight ten seconds after they plant the bomb it's most likely going to be if they were art a little bit if they were art five seconds earlier they probably kill the kid right after he plants yeah. and yeah then you could definitely retake they, sh they should be playing for info they should be playing for info yeah, but it just, exactly. seemed, it just seemed like they were just playing corners like they didn't really have anything you know they were just kind of playing their lives a little bit too hard listen bro I see people do it in SND all the time. Like you see, you know who does a great job at getting information in SND? The best player in the game at it, Shotzi. Do you watch that kid play SND? Yeah, he he's loves constantly peeking. peeks shit. He slides corners. He he's Jumping. all over the map, yeah. and he can't die because he's sliding those corners yeah. so fast. He's hitting those corners. He can't die with the way he gets information. He just gets the information, and he can call out and adapt depending on the round. And that's, that's the most something... important part of SND. Yeah, it is. It Tyler is. tweets something. That's something that you were hella we'll, good at when, we'll, we'll when we teamed. We'll like, just up, getting uh, the info after. is just so important. Right. That's why. That's what makes a great SD players. Mm -hmm. we'll I agree. This, I agree. Uh, and I think uh, LATs definitely uh, chalked that up a little bit. Definitely chalked it up. But we'll just pull up the collar tweet now because everybody's looking yeah. the fuck out. He yeah, said, by the way, it was a typo. Something Click went wrong. Picture, Tom. Uh, Click on the oh, yeah, it was a typo. I, I don't think he fucking. Come on. Yeah, it's type the W, man. Like, yeah, you hit the wrong. It's, key. it's not not ideal, and then the kids don't recognize because obviously there's a there's a PII and a bunch of other stuff going on there. But yeah, man, it's just a shitty situation. I mean, uh, but I just feel like even with a typo, like, why is it just like it's that serious? They can't fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, they can't tell it was him. I'm sure Although, there's a there's there's probably a pretty good reason what the things being validated that you you would have to take another test with the correct name. I don't just know. to make sure they're not people are not trying to fraud the system. No, yeah, I mean you're right, Tom. In, in our in our world, it makes sense. It's yeah, like, bro, it's yeah, Kyler, just it's, do it. It's, we know right. it's him. But when they're following strict protocols and like we're not dealing with no like Joe Schmo mom and pop event, like it's the right. CDL. They got yeah. it's very serious. Yeah, you know? yeah, they do everything by the fucking book. Yeah, uh, I hate well, the fucking book. What are you gonna uh, do? Let's go back and like. Uh, so this is a pretty interesting Gary control. I kind of skipped the first two rounds. Uh, both teams actually won offense on Garrison. We're seeing a lot more offensive wins down Garrison. Uh, but LAG really improving in control. The last couple of weeks, they were kind of uh, the meme with them is you would just not play them already control, and it was a free dub map three. They've gotten a lot better at this, and they clutch up, and they grab the momentum in this series and go up 2-1. Yeah, they definitely clutched up. I mean, some big offense wins, right, coming out of LAG. Um, this was a, a really big map for them. This was huge. I, I knew yeah. if, if LADs won this map, they were done. Um, so LAG to come out and win this control was Can we was talk about big. that break-off? Like... Run it back, Ben. What the fuck happened in the break-off? Do teams not watch VODs of this map of the teams that win? Like, why, you, why, are, we running, why are we running up mid-map on defense? Yeah, let's see what, these, what they do. Who is it? It's fucking number seven. It's fucking TJ and Jaza. <clears throat> what did they even hit? They hit rails or did one go underground? I couldn't even fucking tell. I think it went under.
this map literally comes down to breakoffs half the time. I feel like uh, it's so yeah. much safer to just chill. Hey, we've said it time safe. and time again. Breakoffs are important as fuck. On this fuck. map especially. Oh, yeah. I mean, in a lot of maps, honestly, if you really think about it, Lamar, like if you think about it, even hard points to control, if you really, really think about it, breakoffs are so big. Like checkmate, right? You can go yeah. up 100 points. Yeah, fucking 100%. garrison, you can go up 100 points. Fucking right here in control, you could go up fucking, you could get the fucking, do you see FaZe getting a point right away half the time? They just fucking three hit yeah. A. And they exactly. get A right away, like right off the break. I mean, it's it's really important that some of these teams are studying VODs, like Lamar just said. Uh, I mean, after Bro, teaming with Lamar, you did that does, all the time. Does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, you go look what the team that's dominating is doing and just steal it. You don't yeah, have to be creative. Yeah, yeah. They did it for you. <laughs> steal yeah, it from yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, uh, talking about this round, like, like it's, it snowballs. They never get any control on this round. LAG, Instacap. Uh, they got frequency, bro. They got frequency. They, they insta cap B, and they get top green control, and they just rotate to A. They stack yeah. it, and the round is over. This is literally that's like a one-minute control on round. That's what I always called on this map. Like that's what happens. That's how you lose defense the most too. Frequency, is like when you're on B, and then you don't set up properly for A, and then they hit you with the frequency from Black Ops Four. They shift over points in one second, and then yeah. you're just running into preems. Yeah, yeah. That's why when I would always be playing, like if B's almost chalked, I'd be like, "Yo, don't get frequencyed. Yeah, yeah, shift yeah, over, yeah. set up, because that's out. how you automatically lose. You gotta stay disciplined. You gotta stay disciplined. They were, they were and, just, and they were sure just too late to. Realize. They were just way too late to rotate A, and that's like that's where your main aggression is. If you can get green and you get that, if you get green control, which basically means you have A control, that's your that's like your first step in breaking B point. If you're gonna break it, I think they just like hit mid again and that's like well, where they, that's where they got rotated a. dj takes a pretty wide shot here top green and dies and it ends up being a huge death because there's nobody else to support well, well, him there. tj needs to stay Num the fuck alive there he needs go, to, behind yeah, he go behind the green yeah, go behind the green yeah. it's the satellite Jesus. right like go yeah, behind yes. the satellite and just play your life like play your life you cannot he's probably chalked and if b's not yeah. chalked your teammates that are mid-map are the ones that are engaging the play you are the one that cannot you die stay alive. You you're camping doing nothing and, and if your teammates it, somehow it, make the play then you come out of green yep i agree and money Chin just went the fuck off he and Chin gets a three piece shout out Chin. that boy's different and Facts. you know you got to give him his props right there for sure and it's just bad plays from lat and extreme capitalization sloppy. by lag sloppy yep. and, yeah. and the thing is is like hey la thieves they win this round they win this map you know they win the series you know and now they're eliminated it's like little things like that little tiny things like that decision making um, definitely a big fuck up right there from LA Thieves. And when you get somebody like Money Fucking Chin, he's going to take advantage. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm honestly super happy for Chin. I want to give him his gas, too, for this series. Like, 100%. he was putting his heart on the line. He was going hard. He, he was making plays. Does. Like, that boy got passion and effort. And that's, like, a lot, like, one thing that will carry you far in this community. Hey, he's hey. he's so I want to give Chin a very, very big shout out for that. Like, hey, it's amazing comms, amazing gameplay, yeah. amazing person. So. Shout out Gene. He's, He's their best guy. player, and that's why I've gassed him up when uh, asked questions about like their roster. I'm like, you keep, you should probably keep Gene. He's he's been there, he's been their saving grace since he joined in terms of like uh. Gene is an enabler. You well, had, had another he's saving an grace, and they sent him to Dallas, which didn't help. <laughs> We've but, had this conversation <laughs> like, eight hundred times. On, on, on that front, like I, I agree that Gene has come in, and yeah, he's he struggled for a little bit there when they went on this sort of tough hardpoint run, but recently he's been playing better. Uh, which has helped a lot. He's sort of a big link in uh, a lot of how their system works. That being said, though, like a big struggle again as we watch this map four is they're just really unable to to deal with adverse situations in hardpoint. They go down big in these maps and they have a hard time breaking. And yeah. when they set up, they get insta broken. It's just they're never 
They're never good to go here. The way I've started to look at this LAG team, in, in all honesty, is I don't see their hard point getting dramatically better at any point during this the rest of their team run, and well, I don't they're think they're going to make it. You've got to make it competitive. It doesn't yeah. competitive right now. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. More so, it's more so that I, I don't care if they – like when I look at this team – and I look at their performances as individuals. I don't even look at their hard point anymore when I'm talking about like, oh, this is like this guy's been playing well for their team. I just automatically think they're going to lose it. If they lose it, I'm not surprised. And like I said, Sheen, the reason I call him their saving grace is because a lot of the time in those controls, in those S&Ds, that's where you see him playing the best yeah. on their no, team. For sure. For sure. He's got the ice. He's got the fucking yeah. ice. I want to pull up this tweet from Zinni. Because um, after the first map, you know, LAG, they came off to a rough start. Zinni comes out, aka Methods, and says, It seems we might have our first hamster situation. Remain calm as I wait for more info. For uh, uh, for context there... This didn't uh, age well. For context there, Zinni had come on our show, what, like a month ago, Tom? Did he? I don't ago? know. He's fake. Zinni he came on the show in one episode and said... If people talk about how good they're going to be at LAN and they go to LAN and they get smoked, he's going to call them out. So just for context on this hamster thing. Yeah, he uh, definitely called him out, but it didn't age well. Because <laughs> LAG ended up coming back and the, series, the fucking yeah. series, which is comedy. But I wanted to show that because then he's in the chat and it reminded me. Um, but the hard point need, needs to be picked up by LAG if they want to start making some runs into this tournament. Um, not just this well, they're tournament, gonna, they're but They're going to play forward. Florida, who are a great, are been really good at respawns, and they've been really good in S and D's. And while they have their, they have their hands full. It's going to be a step up from where Thieves has been, honestly, prior to this event. Uh, curious to see if LAG keep this run going, or if it's going to be sort of a flash in the pan or end up finishing top ten. Florida, here. this is uh, off topic because we're not in the matches, but Florida is one of those teams where, like, even though they're not like one of the top three teams, they're like maps, their map sets in terms of like how good they are at every mode is pretty balanced. I think they're probably like one of the most fifty-fifty teams in terms of all their game modes. Yep. Yeah, I don't even know what it is with LAG. Um, but but do you want to go on board with the listen? The listening's pissed me off the whole fucking day. Yeah, what's yeah, the Honestly, I was getting super. The audio is delayed. It's uh, just too delayed. 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 I don't know. I don't. I don't know. The gameplay's ahead though. So like, it's it's so hard. Like I uh, obviously listening to the comms is cool, but we don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Bro, it's just it's just it's way. Not listen, I could deal with like a second or two second delay. Today was bad. It was like five to ten seconds. Like, yeah. You're hearing people call out things five or ten seconds later. It just doesn't even match up to what it's you're watching. It's definitely killing the confused. vibe a little yeah, bit for it sure. It was confusing me. I'd rather just oh not my. even do them. I'd rather just not even do them. And is, if you're going to do them... There was a Kevin Olsen? No, we could go on board. Let's see how LAG sounds. Come on. Why is there a QBZ out? <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I'm gonna lower it. We don't need to listen to the whole thing, but they sounded good. I mean, for a team that's down, and obviously they're up 2 1 in the series, so they want to keep that energy going. Um, they they did get smoked for the second half of that game. I mean, it wasn't even close. That's a scoreline right there. I mean, it's um, ugly. Listen, why the fuck? Who had a QBZ out and why? 
I think it's I, assault's usually the one that pulls it down. Well, I've seen it. Like, I don't know. Bro, the Krig is disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> Use the Krig. I mean, he, was, he was struggling, so he probably just pulled it out Especially to try something. Especially from a guy like assault. Assault, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> Keep the fucking thing out. The Krig is godlike, and assault. He showed that in his last map. Cause this yeah. guy turned the fuck up. This guy turned up uh, yeah, in his last did. map. Yeah, he did. Honestly, one thing I want to say about this map too, right here. This S and D, I felt like this was one of the worst defensive Miami S and Ds, like between two teams that I've watched in a while. Why do you usually, say that? usually defenses always win. Mm -hmm. In this in this game, hella people were winning offenses, and yeah. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. my god, there was two just actual turn ons just on the screen right yeah, there. People get shit on left and right. <laughs> people get shit on left and right. Listen, yeah, this, I saw lived in here. He lived in his fucking yeah, building. All he was frying from up here. He was frying from up here. Kenny, Kenny actually guns the soul out of that window, here. and I thought yeah, I thought like these was gonna like clutch up because yeah, Kenny this was, was making plays, right bro. Yeah, Kenny would have won v two. There's also another round where where you just said parasite where Kenny was he mid map and he play, gunned the soul. Yeah, Kenny can fucking play. We know that. Off rip, back to back offensive wins. By the way, you could check the stats. I don't know what the stats are, but I swear that's extremely rare for this many offenses to be won. One, two, three, four, five. Six rounds. Damn. That's a lot. Nine, nine round surge. Yeah, that's, wow. <laughs> that's insane Fuck, for Miami. That's, that's how you know some crazy shit was happening. Yep, 100%. People were saying top Lamar. Somebody said top Lamar in that building. <laughs> hey, I remember, hey, Lamar, didn't you drop like fucking 15 one map? Fucking yeah. sitting up there? Fucking, yeah. that's a good spot to be, guys. I'll tell you that. Um, but uh, yeah, they uh, they did a good job. I think uh, LAG does a good job working both bomb sites. They do a good job of getting bloods. There was a one blood where Apathy just ran out of garage. I think he killed TJ on the stairs, and I have no idea how he's able to do that. Um, on one offensive round, it's just like little things, man. Like they're just getting blooded, and they're giving they're giving LAG free picks. Um, you could tell oh, LA sure. Thieves. So LA Thieves was just re really out of it in the S and Ds. They just seemed like they were doing really dumb. They shit. butchered their nades here too. Then they kill this guy. Yeah, it's the S and Ds definitely hard with the fill in. So like you can't blame them too much. Of course, yeah. you know you're gonna be throwing little curveballs here and there. It's gonna feel uncomfortable sometimes. Um, but it was just tough to watch just from both teams to be honest on the S and D side. Yeah, I think the, the dagger too is they were actually like pretty good S and D in this stage, and it's their group had some good S and D teams between Optic at least versus most of the teams in the league. Phase, Minnesota, they had some decent showings, and just to come out here and lose to S and Ds, uh, in light of the circumstances, obviously pretty tough. Yeah, mm -hmm. like the way they lost them too, like when you do like a nice, nice deep dive on the rounds is like very, very heartbreaking. Yeah, but, but I'm also pretty sure they well they played the majority of the stage with Venom and uh, draws on their team. That's when they won most of their S and Ds. I think when they when they picked up the the roster that we were supposed to see at the major, I think I just remember they won one S and D and might have been versus either Optic or the first team they played uh, when they got that roster together. But I, I couldn't really gauge their S and D gameplay with their new roster. They won they won the S and D versus Optic. And they won. I don't know if they play with this new lineup against Minnesota, but they won the second map. Uh, both were on standoff. Yeah, uh, last week. Okay, well, yeah. See, it was one map. It's even if it was their roster, it's like one map that they played. And it obviously wasn't in the series. What Anyways. is what is it about this LAG team? Because I'm watching them now. They play SND really well. I, I definitely think that they, they also they have makes a, good a really good play. In this round, where he flanks. Uh, let me go back. Sorry, Tom. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, nah, you're good. It's okay. I'm used here. to it. Fuck you. Uh, Austin makes a really good play where he just hits beach and he gets all the way behind them. He goes to top Lamar on the deck, gets a kill, and then he continues to sort of make plays and go driveway and get more kills. But go ahead, Tom. Nah, he's just roaming the map. I mean, he he's just Austin's good at, at reading the play in S and D and just finding those yeah, gaps. Be an and, act, be yeah, being active definitely one yeah, of this round for being sure. Being active and, and just stay moving. <sighs> I was gonna say LAG. You know, they look really organized. They look really well organized in S and D, and obviously they were able to take the control, but. 
Um, we could talk about this SD all we want, and I think LAD's had some throws, but what does LAG need to do in Hardpoint to really turn this year around and really to fucking become, you know, one of that top six, top 18? Right now, I think they're at the bottom of the barrel. I think I think their SD is just what's keeping them alive. I think I it's keeping them up. Listen, Tom, they need a data thing. Our boy Tom Gravity has a phrase for their issue. Oh, the it's go called button. the go button. Go button. That's, what LA, that's what LAG needs, man. They need some go buttons. They play very passive in Hardpoint. Like, they don't really try and engage a lot and make the play and it's uh -huh. great when you're front running hills and you're set up and you're you're able to hold but like they get in situations they need to get breaks and they just have no ability or or like no chemistry to make those happen uh -huh. yeah it, it, it just does, it just seems that their whole team as a whole just doesn't understand it completely mm -hmm. and so they're just slow like they're it just behind. makes them seem yeah just makes them like they're so behind and then on top of that talent wise they're just they're not we've we've already said this they're not the most talented uh team in the game where they have all these you know players that are like you know phenomenal with their gun skill or known for that and stuff like that so they're just double whammied and like but the thing is that play that's why they're good at like control and s and d their teamwork is so good and that like in these slower modes where you have the the time and the opportunity to to make plays and construct them mm -hmm. like they should they that's where they win the majority of their maps and in hardpoint those decisions need to come a lot quicker and there's a lot more mixy situations in hardpoint that's yeah. and that's that's why they struggle at it yeah this round just, was crazy out of candy after they won nuts, this yeah. round I this was, was like, it Yo. this was it right yeah that was yeah where he ran up mid and then yep yeah he ran up mid gunned a soul out of there and then killed the second guy he's I a thought, playmaker man I thought, I thought they were they were gonna like start he's a playmaker know, and then and then the same gunfight happened later in the map where salt was back up in that window kenny was, and then in he caught him. He was ready for him oh adam actually played it differently he started crouching up and down in the window to make sure that he didn't get caught up there like over peaking and he killed him because of it what do you guys think of the i wanted to comment on the hard point thing, by the way, that you, you guys brought up. I'll comment ahead. on this too. But the hard point that you guys brought up, I think with LAG, what they need to do is like they play too hard when they have control, they play too hard to maintain and guarantee their control mm -hmm. instead of making it a little sketchy sometimes because you're pushing out, taking some more risks. Yeah. But then that actually gives you a chance to chain a hill. Yeah. Yeah. When's the last time you seen them like chain a hill? Right. I don't want to be saying fugues, but it seems like when I watch it doesn't look like they have any chances to chain hills. It's always a hard hold. Yeah. And then they are doing a hard rotation because it's a like, hard hold the 30 yeah. seconds then yeah. it's a solid 44 rotation like make it Definitely. a little sketchy yeah. make it a little mixy uh, uh, risk yeah. the 10 better seconds and get a sure. better chance on the rotation <laughs> yeah i mean that's a, uh, right it, it goes back to the, just the go bun right it, it, like when we say go bun it doesn't mean just run 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 play super fast it means you got to know mm -hmm. when to make plays and take the risk you know like you got to know like right 40 35 seconds on a hill you should be pushing you should be going trying to get some flips trying to change some hills like trying to get some shit going but i i know exactly what you're saying lamar and i i 100 agree i yeah. agree with that for sure um but what did you want to talk about ben this umbrella spot in the umbrella spot i'll go back to it like <laughs> the uh, umbrella spot let's talk about the it's, umbrella it's spot. one of those interesting one and done spots but uh they easily well easily natable yeah and they used it and it was funny and it was like haha we gotta laugh but uh we're never doing that again. Yeah, but you can easily get banged here too. I mean, they throw nades at him, but it's like he, he doesn't really have options there. to get out of the spot now. Yeah, it's chalked. If they spot yeah. you, it's chalked. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, I it, think this is. I think this play, like, if I'm, my team was playing SND, we would never do this because A is such an easy bomb site to hold. Why? Why? Yeah, yeah. It's so easy to hold. There's so much better spots. Why risk like a 50-50? Yeah. When you could just be playing a good spot. No, 100%. They do. Yo, once TJ shit, fucking Gizmo's flipping out. 
Once uh, TJ hit, uh, got hit by a stun, he was probably it was like, strong. Yeah, yeah, he was, like, he was like, yeah, it's over, bro. Yeah, Here we go. <laughs> um, and I don't know why LAG, did, did LAG stun check that? Did they just I think they one? saw him cross at the end uh, or something. Okay. They must have saw, like, saw him cross or something because Chin was playing that super cautious, like, yeah. he was checking everything out hard, preening that area, so hey, he I'll must have saw what, him in the beginning. I'll tell you what, too, this was a big round to play the fucking umbrella spot. For sure. I don't know it's if I agree after, with that. that. Was, this is after the Kenny clutch round. Yeah, yeah, if you're gonna play an umbrella spot, a spot like that, I don't know if you should do it on a round like that, because you know. And he clutches that up that offense, full momentum swing. LEG's uh, losing yeah. absolute composure, yeah. and then they get that kill. It's like, oh, well, let's go, baby. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. They get the blood, they get it down at A, they get the fucking. Once you're on that boat, once you get money chain set up on that boat, forget it. Yeah, you're done. Forget it. So it was a good play, good play uh, out of LAG to find uh, TJ, get a first blood. They go up four three, and then they close it out on this defense. They get a five, they go up five three. Once you go up five three, you're pretty much easy sailing. Yeah, um, I thought Silly was going to die in this situation here, which we'll watch in a second. I was like, oh, they're, he's just going to get naded or pushed out here. He, he actually finesses. He's able to dip back, and they kind of hold the setup from here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just good plays out of LAG. They they clutched up. Um, and, bro, watching this back, LA Thieves, you guys were fucking throwing, man. Fuck. Just a lot of little things. You know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? A lot, a lot of little things. things. A lot of little things that just really costed them. Uh, ben, take over. This guy gives us chilling on a water bottle. I don't All want good. to pick it up. Hold on. Yeah, I mean, uh, Lamar and Chris, kind of any final thoughts on this series before we hop to the next one? Um, eh, not really, for me at least. I just, I'm just sad that we didn't get to see the actual 100 Thieves lineup. Yeah. Um, it sucks because uh, they won the two hard points, and I hate those series, even as a competitor, right, Lamar? Where you Definitely. win those two HPs, and those HPs, like, those are game modes you, like, that's a game mode you really have to work for. It's not like control where, like, oh, you got defense, right? And, like, when you win those two maps, you're just like, wow, we're really outplaying this team. Like, we're slaying the hell it's out of them satisfying. usually. It's, it's very satisfying. satisfying. Yeah, and then you lose the other game modes that like and it's it's so demoralizing and it sucks because like we can sit back and say you know what uh, 100 thieves this 100 thieves that but they didn't get to play with their full roster they won the two hard points and like we already know control is not the best in this game and it's just it's such a tough series for them to lose and look back at definitely like it's a heartbreaker you know they put in a lot of work they, they put in a lot of work the, obviously the 100 t camps gone through a lot of turmoil through the year like this was kind of like a was going to be like an adrenaline shot in their arm, you know, like a mm -hmm. jolt of life. And then something like this happened, like, it definitely is tough. Yeah, 100%. I felt bad for Slasher for some reason. I just felt really bad. Not for some uh, reason, feel, just I like for terrible. him, for him just individually, for him. just because he's had a tough year. Um, and then he tweeted out about some family stuff. So my heart goes out for the kid. You know, I hope yeah, he's like, doing it's all not, right. Like, I live with Austin. Like, I know everything that, like, all the work he's putting in, all of that. And, like, I know he's had a chip on his shoulder coming mm -hmm. back into the lineup. And I know he was, like, wanted to perform very well. And he was performing. And then 100%. first things out of your control to happen is definitely, like, he was a on one, dagger. Bro. He was on one. You could tell that he was giving it all out there. Especially being back on stage. Your, your adrenaline had to be fucking pumping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, it made me a little fucking feel some type of way. I mean, Lamar, you're in the same boat, right? Just watching people on stage. I mean, it yeah. sucks. So sometimes Hell you're yeah. just like, same with you, Parasite, right? We're just sitting here like, uh -huh. damn, bro. I wish I was fucking up there again. You For know, sure. good yeah. time. Yo, yo, Ben, we gotta stop skipping the uh, the player intros, bro. We gotta see the the players when they get up on stage. I, yeah, I think that'd uh, be pretty we, cool. Actually, this one we this one we should do because this one's comedy. <laughs> this, what what this, happened? 
Yeah, I missed these. I didn't see the player good. intros. I saw a couple of them. I, saw I, I love the player intros. Just seeing it's like it's like it's like we're t we're talking about the major land stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like this is the first time like a lot of these fans have seen like these players outside of their bedrooms and streams and stuff in a long time. So I think it'd just be pretty cool. It, it personally, if I was up there, I know no BS. I'd be like chest bumping my my teammates up there, like giving people person. a show. I think that'd be hilarious, bro. Like listen, give people bro, a show listen, up there, man. People my are way only, too serious. My only complaint with people that walk up, do something, cross your arms. Put Exactly. Your hands in your pockets, maybe give a wave to, to nobody out there, right? Honestly, I think they did a good job, right? They came out with some energy, with some smiles and stuff. They're, they're good, good small talk going on here. Some good vibes. You got a mix of the hoodies. You got a mix of the <laughs> long shirt. It's good, it's good small talk. Got a mix it's of good, the hoodies. There's good, you know, good variety. Good variety here. You know, Matt's got a hat on. That's good. Let's uh, go back. I need to find the Dallas one. The Dallas one's the, the best one. What the fuck are we though. talking about? What the fuck are we talking about? Planetary Porter's coming oh, oh, out the oh, play. I'll tell you what. This was fucking comedy in the middle of the CDL stream today. Where's the Dallas one? Jess Brohart comes on. We got breaking news. They did them first. They did Luke them first. Who can this and that? I said, what the fuck is this? Is this the fucking news? I was sitting with my girlfriend <laughs> on the fucking couch. And all I hear is, we got breaking news coming in from sources. Kook uh, can't play for L I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? I said, I've never seen anything like this in my life. It was cool, though. It was fucking cool. That was dope. Well, live update. Yeah, it was from like the a CDL. live update breaking news from the CDL. I was like, that's fucking lit. <laughs> like, I've never seen that before in my life. Um, yo, COD is fucking crazy. You don't see shit like this in other esports. You know what I'm saying? A guy spelled his name wrong. You, oh, here it only is. Here in it is. COD, guys. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. What the fuck is Crimson doing? Yo, what's yeah, up with Porter's stance, bro? Yo, what's here? up with your stance? He knew what he was <laughs> doing. <laughs> he knew what he was fucking doing with that stance. Why are you standing like, 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 like he's the Hulk, bro? Like, Listen, I'm just happy Ender didn't put his fucking hoodie on. Or his fucking the hood, the hood over his... Remember he did that when he first came out last year in yeah. MW and he put the fucking hood over his head and... I don't know. I didn't like that, but I, I like how it came out. Porter, he's a fucking meme now. He's, bro, Krim is like standing like he just got done lifting, and he's got T-Rex arms. I'm not even kidding. Like, he's, he's a like, fucking just... asshole. This guy's an asshole. <laughs> I saved that fucking picture. It's going around everywhere. The fucking meme now. Everybody's tweeting at him. Everybody's tweeting that picture, so, you know, we can use that one. Shout out to fucking Krim6 for that, but Ben, let's talk about the vetoes a little I, bit. I had, some, I had some beef here, Tom, with the vetoes. So, I love Ben's go, beef of vetoes. I love listening to this. So every video in here makes sense except the hard point. And this is all year with Optic where they get in trouble with these series, which oh, is... Shit. They should have vetoed Garrison. That's exactly where I'm going, which is like Dallas has been really good. The one map all year that they've been consistently good on and recently have been good on as well with Vivid is, is Garrison. Optic has been up and down in Garrison. I know, yes, they've had their struggles on a raid. Uh, but there are a bunch of other maps that would have been dangled in here if they had banned Garrison. I feel like the raid ban was a mistake. They gave Dallas two really good maps for them. I think if this had gone to map four in Apocalypse, I don't know if I'm favoring Optic on that map either. So I feel like that was a little bit of a misplay from the Optic camp. Um, definitely I mean, a misplay. it seems like a, it could be a misplay from your perspective, but what if they're in a situation where they've just been getting smoked on raid and they've been winning Garrison in their recent matches or playing it well? So are they going to, like, gamble the getting smoked on raid or... Mm -hmm square up on the map that they feel confident on when they've been playing well on it yep it's it's just that educated uh decision but they that they have moscow to make in this series i mean if you if i mean at that point yeah, you're that just basically map four. who picked like what? uh i'm curious if anyone knows if anyone from dallas or optics in the chat let us know but moscow is the map that didn't get picked between the three hard points here um, we know surprising. we know optic likes moscow yeah i'm surprised well. Op uh, moscow didn't yeah. get picked did optic I, know dallas pick likes it too. I think optic might have picked a picked apocalypse no i think here. optic might have picked garrison you think so you yeah, think they picked I, let's, let's see the, let's see the spawns on garrison i mean actually it's kind of hard in garrison because sometimes people like uh certain spawns on garrison First of all, so let's get right into it all right 
Uh, I think I think picked it if uh if Dow spawn on this side because this is a good side. Yeah. Yeah. True. Very true. That's probably what it is. Optic definitely picked this. Okay, so this we got MJ, MJ Pistachio, social media extraordinaire. Here we go. Uh, says that Optic picked map one. Okay, so there Jesus. you go. Yeah. It's Again, I would have maybe have liked him to see them pick Moscow. Yeah, but... yeah. I would have liked to see Moscow as well. That was Tom, interesting. I want to kick this off. I sent a tweet after this series. We've talked what? a lot about on this show about, about Optic and kind of what you and I think are sort of their main issues. Mm -hmm. It's pretty jarring if you look at their map record. I have seen zero people talk about this, and I've been sitting on this talking point for a little bit of a minute. I'm going to bring up your tweet now, then. Now I'm going to finally use it. Go ahead. It is really bizarre that no one has mentioned that Optic is basically playing 500 Call of Duty right now. Explain. They are, they are, they are so if you look at the top four teams right now, in the league, uh, phase is 27 and four in series. Optic is next. I'm oh, sorry. New York is next 20 and 11. Mm. Toronto 21 and 12. So pretty close. Empire now are in fourth, 18 and 13 and, and Optic in fifth. And they are 17 and 15 in series. They're basically playing 500 call of duty. And it disparity is even bigger. If you look at who they're losing to against the bottom teams, they're executing pretty well. You're going to lose some series against a Seattle or an LAG or, or I know Florida, Minnesota, and they're pretty decent teams. Uh, uh, but that record against Atlanta, New York, Toronto, Dallas, LA thieves, five and 11, just like not going to cut it. They, they just yeah. need to get better against the top teams uh, to kind of get out of that. Like, yeah, you're a decent top six, top four team. But what do you have to actually get in that championship conversation? They're just not there right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you talked about this before on the show, Ben. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you said, well, let's finally talk about it. But you talked about this shit. Well, I never um, made the, fi the 500 ball thing. I've been sitting on that for a while uh, just because I didn't really want. I just felt like there wasn't enough room yet to make it. But I think uh -huh. after this series uh, against the Dallas team where I felt like they had some good momentum with the, out of the Thieves series, they just squandered away in here. They looked – I know if you guys kind of felt this way, but watching them play – uh, especially if on that P2 hold or that P2 break attempt we just saw, they were just really slow, and then they get stuck in this blender on P3. Dude, there's one guy in the back, and they've got nobody pushed out mid, and they're just going to let Dallas now pretty easily take through P4 and get back mm -hmm. in the back and kind of hold this P3. Hey, did they look uncomfortable to you guys? Did Optic look a little uncomfortable to you, or was that just me? It just seemed in like the they way were out that of it. In the way that they're playing, everyone bar maybe like, like Dashy, I guess... I, I think that that rotation right there, like, I don't want to nitpick or anything, but if you, like, rewind a little bit, whoever early rotated for Optic to the P3 made a really good play, stayed alive, bought time, but then I feel like his teammates took forever to get to him to even have a fighting chance, who was a number seven spawn first. I think, I think six is the next engagement on the hill, mm -hmm. but if they were a little quick, I think if seven was quicker with six... They could actually had a good chance here to trade out and make this mixy. Yep. I mean, let's just say how it is. Optic got outplayed today. Bad. Yeah, 100%. Bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dallas just played way better than them. I mean, Optic just, they struggled. Um, and Dallas took full advantage of it. You got to give credit to, to Vivid. You got to give credit yeah. to Shotzi. Those guys went yeah, the they fuck look great. off. They look great. Yeah, those guys went off. Um, I think uh, the main thing for me is just Vivid, right? Shotzi's always doing his fucking thing. Um, but Vivid just seems like he's hitting form with these guys. And if he's getting comfortable, this can be a, a scary team. And this is why I've been so hard on Dallas. This is why. Because you you see the potential. You see what these guys can hit. You see their ceiling. When you have people like Illy struggling, Crim6, who's won the most tournaments all time. You have Vivid, who was frying on LAG. And he was playing like shit when he first came into Dallas, right? Um, and even Shotzi had his struggles here or there. I, I still think Shotzi's their best player, but, you know, sometimes he struggled. It was just frustrating to see them get shit on time and time again yep. when you know how good they are. And they also Dimps, got Rambo uh, over there, right? They got Rambo yeah. over there, who's a well-seasoned vet, stable to the scene, has been playing cop for a long time. 
so it's good to see these guys back in action. And they came out today and they played great. And I think yeah, they just made optically This is going to set up a very interesting storyline because they're going to match up against Toronto. I think the big turnout of their team happened after they lost that series against Toronto where they got three out smoke. They fried LAG. They came out the next week, fried LAG. Lost a tough one against New York, but it was a really close in the last map. They took care of business against Florida, and now they 3 0 Optics. So, Menem's been with there now for their last four matches. Uh, I thought they looked great today. Did a really good job countering. Optic has been a pretty strong standoff team. We'll get to that map here in a minute. Uh, and it sets up a very tantalizing matchup against a Toronto team that we know is very good and could be a huge statement run for Dallas to maybe make winners' finals. I'm excited to actually see that match because one, it's gonna be for, it's gonna be Toronto's first match. I know people have people the fans have said that they're not gonna be as good on land. So I'm I'm, I'm really excited really? for that match. Yeah, there's, the been a lot of, there's been a lot of fans that are like, oh, this team is not that good. Bell Fiber, all that bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know how people, you know how people are. Amen. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see that match. But the one thing that I'm really happy about is just seeing Reese because I was, I was on the, I was, I was on the show. Maybe I think uh, the one that they before when they played uh, LAG or Florida maybe, and I said Reese Vivid is and can be as good as Hook was for this team. Mm -hmm. And people were saying, nah, I don't think so. And I want to see him continue to play how he is now, because if he keeps putting up series like this one, then my point is going to be far and wide reinforced because he was playing yeah. phenomenal he was. this series. And it wasn't even just him shooting straight. It's just his decision-making and the, how he was impacting the map with the routes he was taking and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, he was just really helping his team out. I mean, it was yep. it's easy to play with somebody like that. And if you have him and Shotzi working off each other like that, it's going to be dangerous. It's going to be really dangerous. Crim didn't, have to, Crim didn't have to get a kill. This guy's just sitting there blocking, just pre-aim and doing nothing. Yeah, and then the, the, the exactly. Zio and Reese combo just right. fried. Which people could say whatever they want about Crim and whatever he dropped. But, I mean, that's all he needs to do. You know, if he if his teammates are doing that, you know, he just needs to make sure that nothing happens, nothing dumb happens, and that they're just playing good mm -hmm. Call of Duty and making sure they're not fucking up or making any crazy mistakes. Um, But I think we should talk about Optic more. I'm, really, I'm disappointed in these guys. They're not playing good. They're not playing good. Let's just say how it is. They're not playing good right now. They don't look like themselves. They don't well, they look had like... A, they had a good win against Thieves. I just felt like this was a real stinker series out of them. And that's been... This, Tom, we have talked about this but time I feel like and we time see, again that's what I'm saying. Team. Do we not say that like, all the time, though? They, like, should, they, we, should we stop giving play... them some slack here? I'm... I... Well, you and I have been getting hate on the show because we haven't been giving them slack. Oh, I think we've been really, I think we've been really hard on this team, and I think it's deserved because they look good against their weaker teams in the league, but they pull up against teams that are very well prepared. And Optics Plan A goes out the window, and they don't have a Plan B. I'm confused. Yeah. Why the is, fuck does everybody is, uh, in the chat keep saying we're fucking? You guys are never hard on Optic. This is I don't. Nah, I'm not saying. I'll, no, we I'll, get I'll, I'll be. So, so here's the one saying, thing. Are you guys fucking dumb? I feel Go. like I feel like <laughs> everyone asks everyone asks like, what's this team's problem? And a lot of times we're hesitant because, at least I am, because I'm like I look at this team and I look at their history of players and I'm like, wow, they're all really talented, but I mean I'm gonna go out and say it at this point, like I just think Formal has not played how formal plays online and even in this match on land well, that's this is not the formal we've grown to love in other call of duties like he was absolutely disgusting in every other cod and in this game he just struggling. hasn't he's been but struggling i don't exactly. think it's yeah, about yes. individual performance with this team i agree because with i ben. think they've got enough to win i, I think it's ben. coming down to how they're setting up on the map they Oof. get they get worked in hard points when other teams out rotate them and outwork them because candidly when you watch this team play it feels like sometimes scump occasionally but oftentimes envoy is the only one who's really hitting some good routes on the map and in snd if they get hard counter for team game plans against them they really 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 struggle to adjustment map we've seen in for example the face snds 
you know face puts a lot of work in those snds in terms of game plans and how they prepare and none of those snds against optic have been very close all yeah. year and I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm, those that that is the key problem with their team right now i think they're the talent to win uh, yeah they got to do the they got to do the buy the book stuff bro, if they bro i've, I've bet, been i've been better. there with you this entire time I'm, I'm i've always agreed that it always comes down to more than individual's performance but the just per, purely purely looking at this from a statistic and an individual performance thing even when optic isn't playing well like team wise i still see that like a player like let's say dashy he has a lot of explosive maps even when they're you know losing or not playing well i don't see that from 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 formal i have not seen that from formal where like even if they're struggling as a team he's not compensating and formal was one of those players in other cods where he bailed people out he was that good where he mm. almost bailed teams, his team out of bad situations, and they've always been this team that's like really renowned for slaying but and stuff like that. But how do you work with that? Like if well, you're I, Troy, I'm, I'm, if you're Sender, right? I don't what do know. You, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? It's like, not are, are you? Are you? No, 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 it's not, no, no, it's not choice yeah, at all. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that at all. I'm just saying, Haggy, if you were in, if you were a coach for this team, right? Are you thinking changes? Are you trying to make a change here? Is that what you're trying to lead to? Because it sounds like to me, you, you're just saying he's no, on a no, decline. No, no, no. He's not the, doing this. The, not... There's no one. I don't think there's anyone available that has the ceiling that he does for uh -huh. this team. I just think it comes down to, I don't think it comes down to Troy. I think it comes down to them as a team in no, terms of Troy like, at all. what, like at all. the the extra work they're, they're able to put in as a team to just basically just get better at the game like it's not uh -huh. like like not just playing the game not just scrimming like like i don't i don't know their inner workings as a team but i don't i doubt that they like really sit there and like not not just vods but like go over like maps and stuff like that and just like i don't know i just want them to, i i want to see formal just play better like as an individual and i think you know that can help it. them because i know he has yeah, it. yeah he yeah, yeah. he but was there I, for a I, long time I, don't, I think it goes the other way too with someone like dashy dashy Dashi's one of those players that's been positive, like pretty much whenever they play, and that can be a good thing, but it can also be a terrible thing because if you're consistently yeah. playing well and your team's getting smoked, like not winning respawns, it means you're going to the wrong spot on the map or you're making the wrong decision at time. Yeah. I just feel like as a team, their cohesion Sometime. in respawns, especially against the better teams that are out rotating and out working with them, it gets exposed and that's what they yeah. need to get better at. Yeah, that, yeah of course. That, it's a, it's I agree a team that game, bro. It's a team game. Like, we, we, we all understand that. It's formal. You get formal on a good spot and you guys have good comms and you know where people are coming from and everything is comfortable. He's going to super fry. Yeah. But... Yeah, I get what Haggy's saying, like, okay, the game's not always going to go that way, so you need to be able to bail yourself out sometimes, etc. There's also definitely some truth to that, too. Yeah. But I think the majority of their issues is just bad team play, which leads to not setting people up properly. Yeah, of course. And when you have so many superstars on your team, you need to be able to set someone up or a couple people up to be able to do what superstars do. Yeah, it's it's more so the fact that I even want to like say this is because we haven't really been targeting anyone on that team in terms of like, oh, this guy's been struggling and stuff like that. So I wanted to start that conversation because I know that he has that in him and we've mm -hmm. seen it in multiple titles. We just haven't seen it in this game and I'm not going to solely say that he's the reason why obviously they, they struggle at times. It's just that I want to see that. I want to see that from him because if I can see that potential in him again, yeah. then... I can obviously see, okay, this they need to step up their teamwork and stuff like that if we're getting this much production out of uh, everyone on the team. Because we've seen it from Scump. We've seen it from Envoy. We've seen it from Dash. Scump's having his best individual. Exactly, exactly. We've seen 
all three of those players hit a different level of individual play, even though they're not looking like the best team. They've all hit a different level of individual play at certain times throughout the seasons, but we haven't seen that from formal. And I want to see that from formal if I want to if I if I want to feel confident in this team um, against yeah, you know higher echelon. You know, you know what? Start to the team. What? Someone points out in chat. This is kind of the exact point that Kenny was making in that 100 Thieves pre-show, and he got kind of roasted by the community for it. I mean, the, the exact good. point that you're trying to make right now, uh, Chris. Yeah, well, listen, I feel like there's yeah. a lot. You know how Lamar said, like, listen, you know, you get these guys at good spots and this and that. Um, They're going to fry, right? That's just how they are. Do you feel like a team like this, does, like, I feel like Envoy makes plays, but do you feel like they're all kind of like the same player in a way? Yeah, they need they need they an need enabler. More, yeah, they need an enabler. They need like an ASM. They yeah, need, yeah, right, they need right, right, so long right, scene, yeah. right. They don't have like a like a serious fucking entry fragger, a guy who's just gonna headbutt shit. You know, someone what I'm saying? that's the route man. Uh, like, there's a difference between route man that you're setting your team up, and there's a difference between route man that's like flanking and setting uh -huh. himself up for yeah, kills yeah. and trades. There's like, different play styles, and I feel like they're you, missing yeah. one. You need an enabler like ASM, somebody like that that makes the game flow easier and makes it easier for your superstars like. Someone's going that's going out of their way to take routes yeah. the right way, so a superstar like Dashi, yeah. whatever, can just get in as many engagements as possible and put his gunny to use. Mm -hmm. Right, and and that's why. And listen, I think I think Envoy and Scump are are very well capable of doing shit like that, but it also comes down to a playstyle thing sometimes. Like sometimes yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like sometimes you need an Abizi, you need an Ace, and like you need yeah. those type of yeah. guys. Think, like, thinking about it, Envoy and Scum can be very similar in the way they play at times. I think. At I least. just feel like sometimes Envoy and Scum are just not on the same page. You know, like Scum's playing kills, he's roaming. Envoy's hitting a fucking long route. You know, like they're just like they're not on the same page of what's going on. You know, they're well, kind of they're, 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 they're doing their own thing. Like they're doing their own thing a lot. Yeah, what, and that's the thing too is like you yeah. can. You can talk about, like you said, play styles. Uh, you could try to go over as much bot as you want and get people to do what you want them to do. But sometimes when it comes down to crunch time, people go to their instinct. So you do need right. some people on their team where their instinct, their natural reaction is to do those things. And, and that's the Don't. thing. Scump and Envoy have great instincts. They do. Like, they, they're good players. Like, they have good instinct. It's just like what we said. It's like a play style thing. I just feel yeah. like they're missing a role sometimes. Like, I feel like they're missing that. Um, and I don't know what you got to do to fix it in terms of maybe they have to acknowledge it and try and change the way they're playing or possibly make a change. I don't know. But we saw how much it can hinder a team today with New York without having well, Asim in there. Let's, let's talk about this round because Opti tries to throw this B fake. But Dallas has got people pretty much stacked this map. They got two guys, Alley and one guy in Delhi. They suss out the fake. They check B. They realize that no one's B. And they, they're hard counting the May, and the round gets a little bit mixy. And I believe Dallas end up clutching this round. Mm -hmm. Are they 6-0, right? So I think it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, they, they but, stormed through it. They stormed through this but, map. But this is this just comes back to the fact that I think Dallas did a really good job preparing for how Optic sets up on this map. And Optic failed at points in this map to really deal with the game plan that Dallas was setting out to try to do something different to mix things up. Mm -hmm. This round got interesting. Seth fucking popped a two-piece, made it a 1v1 situation. Um, this was a big round for uh for Optic, I think. They definitely knew. The well, they, they won this actually, round. Yeah, they it was won six one. one. This was the one round they won. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I so think it wasn't it hurt them, but like in the wrong direction. I'm not yeah, even kidding. Yeah, yeah. I think it in the chat if he wants to. Ender's in the chat if he wants to. Yeah, Ender, did you did you hear him? But like, think he was behind you instead of in front of you? Because that's what it looked like from RPOV at least. Listen, I see a lot of people talking about it in the chat and bringing up Karma's name. I mean, it's true. I mean, when you look back at those old Optic teams. 
So, and, and they're saying that, that Crim6 heard him, but Crim6 had his earbuds on backwards, so he gave him the wrong call out. Sounds like something he would do. <laughs> that's that's really tragic. Sounds like something this fucking guy would do, to be honest. Yeah, re re real quick to touch on that this map and how they played that round, I'm not a big fan of, like, fakes and stuff on this map because the map is so compact that that's not going to work if you're playing a team that is just not dumb like you can see like like optic sent like players like um b and they thought that players are going to wrap out but that's just not how this map plays yeah I wonder... that's just not how it plays no i, no, I agree with you no it's honestly a pretty small map like it's, it's not so really yeah, yeah, yeah. your your room for actually executing plays is so tiny because of how small it is that you just need to you need to be quick and you need to have like a really good understanding of of the information that you're getting and stuff like that. So yeah. I like I was good I was I was happy to see op, or on optic but Dallas not really shift because mm -hmm. they had everything covered. There's no point in them uh shifting their setup and it yeah. ultimately uh yeah. led to them winning the round. I mean, look at this guy Shotzi, man. He just gets himself into those positions where even if somebody's not here, right? Like he he could give that information to his team, right? Like there's times where I see him on the A-bomb site shimmying like those bag head glitches and stuff. Like at that point, you just call. Listen, they're either hitting through B or mid or they're just camping in their base. Like you get all the information you need. You know exactly where they are. Um, I wanted to bring up my initial point. I was going to bring up Karma because Karma did a great job for 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 Optic over the years of of being that impactful player, like doing that those little things. You know what I'm saying? Like being that unselfish guy to put those guys in the right situation to be those superstar players they are because they are insanely talented it's just about setting up the, it's about having the right people around you and having the right team atmosphere and having the right play styles to mix maybe, together. Maybe Tom, they've gotten so used to playing with like a glue guy like Karma, they just haven't picked up the extras they need to do to really get more consistent and that's a little bit of the issue they have right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah you should you shouldn't rely on one guy to be the glue guy hitting routes. Like you need to be unpredictable. Mm -hmm. I mean, I thought Envoy was going to be like players. that. I thought Envoy was going to be that guy for them. I mean, he was for a while, but... And ultimately, um, when you're one, playing at the highest level, it's not going to cut it. Yeah, one, one guy, guy will that. never just cut it. Yeah. The thing about it is it needs to be a collective team effort, but it doesn't hurt to have one guy that goes out of their way to pick up the slack. Because sometimes, you know, it just mm -hmm. doesn't go to the game plan or whatever happens. But so as a collective effort, your game plan should be to all do it. Mm -hmm. But it, that helps severely when you have one guy that's extra focusing on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just easy to play with. It's the same thing playing with, like, I don't know, fucking Crowder, right? Like, Crowder was a player like that, fucking Asim, Abizi, just people who just, like, aren't scared to die and just do whatever they have to do. Um, so yeah, maybe, exactly. maybe, it's, agree. maybe it's something they're missing. I don't know. Maybe it's something that they can notice and, and maybe try and change up their own place. Because but, but, but go back to that point, Tom. Like, yeah. on your World War II team, you hit routes, Preston hit routes, Dylan hit routes, Chris hits routes. You guys weren't all just face smash players. When the opportunity happened for someone to hit a route, and while you guys got really good at hard point at the end of the the end of the year, you guys yeah. were making the heads up plays. I mean, that was like the main thing, lacking. Ben. Right? Is like that was what yeah. we yelled at each other the most about, and I think that's why we got really good at World War Two towards the mid half, towards the end of it, is because we we always had those conversations where it was like, listen, man, Look like at this. Everybody <laughs> needs to be doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody needs to be hitting those routes. Everybody needs to be hitting this. It depends on situationally where you are on the map and where you spawn and where where you're at. You know, so yeah. it's like, it's one of those things where, yeah, it, it helps. It definitely helps, like Lamar said, to have one guy who's always doing it. But everybody needs to be on the same page, and everybody Reese, needs to Reese do was doing like a little that. too much over here, by the way. This <laughs> is the ultimate yeah, yeah, yeah. spot. I don't know, bro. Reese. I don't know about that one, Reese. <laughs> well, well, what's the one in this situation? Maybe getting absolutely throttled mid-map, like this entire, for like three or four rounds straight. So at no point do they attempt to try and maybe finesse out a deli, maybe try and get a B-bomb down. Instead, they rotate back through blue, and... It gets really mixy. I don't think they end up winning this round, correct? 
No, they no. Uh, oh, they go. They get six one, so they yeah, definitely don't win this round. They lose this round. Illy makes a but, good play. He almost got a two piece there, but I think at this point, right? Illy again. Look at the time. There's thirty yeah. seconds left. Fucking, you have Dallas who has both bomb sites. You have Shotzi who has the cross already. They have all the positioning. They have all the map control. There's no map control. Like Optic just puts themselves in such shitty positions. Wait, Optic went back and wrapped Alley. I mean, go, listen, they, they, there wasn't much that they can do, is what I'm trying to say. There's nothing, uh, yeah. nothing that Optic could have done right there. On offense, on offense, unless you're face smashing A, you should never just be grouped up on this map. This is a map that is heavily yeah. reliant on crosses information, and spreading is actually really, really good it's too before easy. you execute. It's too easy, and, and that's what Dallas did. Chris. Dallas they was doing that the map, every they time. They pushed up spreading. the map, they got the information, and they played off of it, and they always knew where the gaps were. Like, if they, somebody wants to hit a pinch, or you want to pin Optic into a corner of the map, you always yeah. had everything. You always every had the time, information. Every time they got information, they made a play to basically suffocate Optic in their spawn. And right. that's how you want to play this map. 100%. It, it, sometimes it looked like they were playing a little scared. You know, they were playing a little scared. Um, and, and this is a good setup from Optic, even though they probably lost the round, right? Because they got 6-1. But even them, just see how number 8 is just kind of hard playing the corner? Like, he could throw a fucking shimmy. You know, like throw a slide across the door. And if you see 2 or 3 there, then, you know, you know what you got to do. You know, somebody could start taking a route and somebody could start doing something, but instead they just kind of play corners. Um, you see, you see yeah. Dallas, they just kind of pin them into that box. Like, Optic set themselves up <laughs> to get fucking smoked. Bro. Yeah, yeah, granted, no, granted Optic. At, bro, he's <laughs> granted, granted, Optic uh, granted, Optic got smoked there, right? Look how hard of a kill that guy in the cube was. Like, that's what you need more um, oh, yeah. out of uh, players like on Optic. But, but the, the problem is, too, is like they also, Optic just pinned themselves on that site. Like they just yeah, like, well, they, they they were just too slow to help. Like they they kind of let Scump sit in that cube and like just took passive angles on them, trying to get players to overextend. When once players get like near that cube, they're in the open. Yeah. Once they're once you're like right on the other side of that cube, that's when you should be being aggressive onto that bomb and yeah. around that forklift to kill those players. Yeah. Listen, and this is this is like a lot of little things with Optic, and I feel like we just say it a lot. Um, when Optic plays the top team, they've been really struggling, like Ben said. Um, and they really got to start working on this stuff. They might be listening and not agreeing with anything we're saying, but um, I feel like we're pretty spot on with the problems that are that are having. With I think Optic really needs to focus on uh, you know their play styles and make sure that they're doing the right things on the map because I think right now they're a little sloppy, and it shows. It shows that I hope that they're not in their own heads. I hope they're not in their own he in their own heads and they can get it going, um, and and really change things up in this control. I thought it was gonna start with this one. If Optic was able to squeeze out the control and send it to another hard point and just flip the momentum, I thought they could have done it. But Dallas, they came out strong again. Um, I'm pretty sure you have Vivid in the fucking what, base what, making What happens plays in this and... situation? They get two kills. Somehow the guy top red gets a kill. Suddenly now it's three dead. Last guy top plane. And it kind of spirals from there. They end up getting kind of B control and working the kills and trades and laying around from here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, Dallas is doing such a great job today. Just like being annoying. Just being really fucking annoying. Like, they always had players finding gaps. They were always getting behind their enemies. Uh, they were just doing a really good job just being in your face and just putting pushing that gas pedal down, to be honest. Dossie's I mean, been hitting that play for, like, eight months. Yeah, pushing yeah, through yeah, and going yeah, red towers. Yeah, he loves he can, that. Yeah, he loves it. He has his day one shit. He just has his day one shit that he's, he always does. And he's really hard to play against. Bro, it must for be sure. annoying as fuck to see this kid sliding around in, in doorways and shit and you just can't kill him. And, I mean, and meanwhile, while he's doing that, he's getting all the information in the world. So it's just like, he's, he's a hard player to play against. You got to think that people are going to start copying this guy's playstyle a little bit. Now, it's a lot easier said than done because this guy's super fucking talented. Um, but the way he plays and the way he gets information is just really exciting to watch. It's a, He's a really good player. He's a really good person to have on your team, I'll tell you that. Um, sure. But I think it started with this first, uh, this first round. 
Dallas were able to get onto this site on the last second, correct? Fucking two, yeah, three it, seconds left. I thought it was over after this first round of control, you know, to be it gets, honest. It gets down to kills, and then Optic take a bunch of single shots across the map. It goes from being a 6v5 for Optic to a 4v3 for Dallas. They stack, and they obviously we've talked time and time again. When you stack this point, things get a little bit hectic. Mm -hmm. People just single challenging, and from there, the round's over. First offensive one to Dallas. Yeah, I mean, you're seeing these guys get hyped. I think they really threw away that first round. They can't lose a defense like that. I think instead yeah. of taking, you know, staying disciplined, taking some routes, maybe deep base three, you know, working together, they're playing working some trades like ben said a lot of single challenges across the map they end up going down they lose their life advantage and you just have dallas stacking the point so at that point you know you got to hit the you got to run you just got to run at them and, and hope that you got them but dallas did a great job clutching up i think after that it was over i thought it was chalk. well let's talk about what happens here off the this is where i, I knew the game was over Opti gets three did off the break on offense so they're set up perfectly They've got a lot of guys off of around plane and bottom plane. Last mm -hmm. guy who I don't think they've seen yet, which is uh, Shotzi, uh, top plane. Look what they do in this situation. We're pushing up. We're getting spawn kills. We're not stacking to get this tick. Mm -hmm. They're all on different pages, too. Now we're at A. And one dead, two dead, three dead. Suddenly, you're man up situation. You're the last alive. You're trying to finesse A, and now you're back in the spawn trap. But you got to think what... What are the comms like right there? You get three dead, clean wipe off the rip, and everybody's doing something different. You got one guy going A, one guy going B, one guy playing spawn kills, one guy coming off spawn. It's like, where's the synergy? Where's the team? Like, what what, what are they trying to do on the map? Like, yeah, what are they trying to accomplish? Plan, yeah. You know, there's Honestly, no plan. Honestly, I didn't even notice that. I didn't even notice it when I was watching because I wasn't paying attention too much at this point, but mm -hmm. the fact that you brought that up, Ben, was a really good point. Bob and I were like, watching that. We saw that. We lost full. We're like, this is over. Yeah, I mean, you have yeah. a, having a good <laughs> break off like, on this map this, like that on offense, this, this and then you throw it away. Be 20 minutes, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you said, they got such a good break off, have opportunity to get full map control. Last guy's Shotzi, they're for sure calling out, yo, he's probably in plane or something. Yeah. And then they just tried staying on B, getting control of everything. Like, commit to a side and, and look what where that brings you you fuck up it. the break and then look at vivid he's in the base he's on a fucking six yeah. streak once the guy's in here it's you're just chalked. you're losing you're full you're yeah. losing full this is what's happening and he's doing a great job manipulating spawns i mean him pushing up this left side of the map just spawns optic in that back right corner that back blue spawn you have a guy top wing that's number four like who's spot. at crim six right they have optic pinned absolutely I, pinned. <laughs> vivid is so good bro i like that spot right there matt went to the <laughs> so credit notebook He's they so had no good, chance. Man. They had no chance at this point. I think Optic was able to bounce back, right? Have a little sigh of relief because they were able to win around, but it got mixy again. I mean, Optic, this defense was close. This is almost a 3-0 control, a 3-0 sweep. About a big, about a boom. It almost, almost ended in the blink of the fucking blink. But fucking Optic, they end up clutching up. They they win a defense, but Dallas, they, they go back in yeah, the defensive end. They put them back in the trap. They put them back in the trap. Back in the trap. Um, and you, you know, you're not going to be able to get out of that, especially against a team like Dallas that are just, they know what they're doing and they're playing oh, well, their this, angles this and playing the corners. Too, they they, this situation too, they blew. Look, they had four people on the point where Kyle gets broken. Play. Let's see what happens. Well, guy runs right through mid. Nobody's even watching it. They have two, they have three guys. Re rewind that, rewind that. They had three guys looking down the street. Look. Number five, number six, yeah. and number seven. They have uh, three guys looking at the no same thing. They well, it's not even that. They need to well at this point, they need to just be aggressors. The people that are on the point on their side need to just chow and basically try to take a side because at that point you're just asking to get sandwiched and that's exactly what happened. They I just, mean, they didn't have they needed a they need to push something. Kinda. Out. I mean, I kinda agree with Lamar. Why didn't somebody just why, go tube, watch yeah, hold middle and wrap the tube and just get free kills? Or at least was, or if you're on hill, or if you're on hill, at least preem your mid. Nobody ha everybody yeah. has everything else. Like there was a guy yeah. on hill behind in the box just like what is he got caught with his pants down he wasn't even looking at he wasn't even looking mid 
So yeah. it's just really weird. It's really sloppy. Really sloppy. And it's like, you know, you got to call it how you see it. And it just feels like it's a lot of little things, a lot of mistakes. And they're just all on different pages. And, and Dallas took advantage of it. They took advantage of it. And they, they let Dallas get confident, get comfortable. And they rode their momentum through the rest of the series. And it was fucking chalked. Um, luckily for Optic, they're not out. Optic still has a, has a chance to make a run. Um, so they're still in the tournament. So, the, you know, they're lucky that they're still in winner's bracket. They, they can definitely bounce back and make a run for sure. But they need to pick it up. They got to pick up the pace. We know what these guys are capable of. We've been repeating ourselves time and time again watching these guys play. Um, hopefully they can keep it going. And shout out to Dallas. I've been really hard on these fucking guys because they pissed me off. Uh, just seeing how much talent they have and seeing, you know, let's be honest. They've been playing like shit. To see them come out and, and do what they do um, and, and show their potential and show what they can actually do is was was good. I want to see them continue that through the rest, rest of the weekend. I want to see Vivid and Shotzi keep doing what they're doing. Uh, I want to see Crimson step up a little bit. I want to see that fat bastard do his fucking thing because um, we know what that guy can do. And then, you know, the rest of them just need to keep playing together and, and riding that momentum. But we go into another series. This one was a fucking shit show. I fucking hated watching this fucking thing. You guys know I'm on New York. <laughs> Uh, my guy's not fucking in. He's he couldn't get his visa, whatever. Something happened with his visa. He didn't make it. We talked about that. Uh, we bring in Homelander, uh, and he didn't look like Homelander today. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, New York is in a tough spot, including Decimate. I mean, uh, like, De I think Decimate's a good player, but he's also getting thrown into a situation where he doesn't have a lot of time to practice with these guys. He doesn't really know their system, doesn't really know what they do. He probably has no idea what the fuck Paco's even saying because he's not used to the way he talks. It's like little things, like little things. This is not an easy team to come into and, and make some noise. So I think right off the rip, um, I was a little worried right off the rip. New York had a good start, but Major Maniac was like quadruple fucking negative. He was like two and 20, and this guy ended up positive somehow. So he yeah. turned up. Minnesota turned up through the second half of this game. Um, it they started hit him with like a good. four hill chain, I think. Yeah, they just yeah. fucking They literally chained like four hills in a row, I think, to come back. Them. And that's where it just kind of, you know, spiraled out of control. It kind of starts from here. I think. So, we talked about some last show. Had glass half full, glass 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 half empty for New York. Which I think the glass half full thing is, if they really struggle at this event, it's a silver lining for them in the fact they need to understand how important true. what Asim does on the map is and how much they need to focus on taking more of that off his shoulder to mm -hmm. be a better team because they're in a situation where they're bringing a new player and suddenly it's, no one's doing the dirty work around the hill. Mm -hmm. and you rewind that, that Ben yeah. you rewind that? I think this is where like they just got ahead of themselves right here that first push this is where the comeback starts their first yeah. fight on green this should basically be a free push and they played it super like sloppy yeah. right here and then Minnesota starts taking advantage yeah. and starts capitalizing Attached puts them massive. in a trap and then it just spirals out of control I mean a lot of single pushing coming out of New yeah, York this series exactly. a lot they were they were panicking they were running at people I think here they thought you know since they had a good lead they can get away with some stupid they're, yeah, shit like they're that going rogue. yeah exactly they if they went right there trade some kills out better make that first push a little more clean clay would have been coming up maybe yeah. for a trade instead of a situation like that and then now yeah, yeah. they're just getting p1 and they, chained yeah. whatever 100 percent. i was watching this this match with, with asim and he was saying the same thing he was like dude we're just single pushing we're just doing that and you can hear the frustrations because asim you know new york's not the second seed asim wants to see these guys do well because you know he's trying to keep the seed you know yeah. they want they want to keep that top seed it's 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 really good if you can go into champs with a really good seed so um it's frustrating to sit to sit there and watch especially knowing how much of an impact Asim is, and I think it shows in this series. I think not having him on the map really goes to show. And, and the thing is, when you look at Asim's stats, you wouldn't think he's some superstar crazy player. But when you watch him play and when you see what he does for a team, you realize how important he is. 
And I think that's why New York really hindered today. I, I mean, listen, they were in a tough spot. I like Desimee, and I think he's a great player, but he got thrown into a tough spot. And then on top of that, New York, they have to play with a whole new a whole new guy. Doesn't know what they what he does. Doesn't know how he likes to play. Doesn't really mesh with his play style. It's just a whole different... And no and no hate to decimate at all. Um, I thought hard it was a, to fill. it's a hard role to fill. It's a hard role to fill. And I'm surprised that New York went with decimate because of what Asim's play style is like, like trying to fit that play style, that persona, right? Um yeah. personally, like I'm thinking maybe, you know, go with me. How you doing? They should put me in there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking around. But even Nato, right? They were talking about Nato. Um, but I don't know. I heard Nato didn't answer. Nato, you're in the fucking chat. You didn't answer the fucking text message? What the fuck are you doing, my guy? You gotta answer the fucking phone. You know what I'm saying? So he says, "Shell." All right, my bad. But I'm just saying, I just I like Destiny. I just don't know if he was the right fit. Um, and hopefully, maybe with a little bit more practice, maybe this was a good loss for New York, and they can maybe find some momentum through the rest of the weekend. But I think once Minnesota came back on this first map, um, and just knowing how scrims have been going, because I've been you know asking around, I've been trying to figure out how scrims have been going for New York, hasn't been going too well. Um, obviously, it, missing Asim is a is a big point in this team, and not just his skill and his talent, but what he brings, like comms wise. Asim has been a leader for this team. Yeah, in terms of comms, comms are amazing. Searches we watch on the map right now, they got P two, P three, and P four all chained together on them. Yeah, which you rarely see on this map. But agreed, and and Nameless touched on it earlier. Uh, in the broadcast, if you guys are watching, that ASIM's their shot caller in SD. And as we watch the SD map where they'll get 6 0, like it definitely, the lack of, of, of probably strats and JD kind of understanding their defaults and the little uh, particulars of how they execute definitely show Because today. everything builds around ASIM. And that's what I'm saying with Optic. They're missing a player like that because you guys don't understand how easy it is to play with somebody who's like, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to hit this. I'm going to open up the map. And you just got to follow me up and do this and do that. Like, it, it makes the game so much easier when you play with somebody like that. So, it's showing. It's showing. Well, and Tom, let me, let me take it a step further. We always talk on this show, like, why someone like Classic is important. And we always get a little bit of flack for it. Mm. Because sometimes he's not slaying. But it's to that exact point. Because his play style is so consistent. He's making the right play. It makes it so much easier for the plus slayers in her team to play around that. Either use his life as bait to set up another two-piece. Or in a situation, set up Nick to make the right play. I think that's the issue for New York with subbing out mm -hmm. Asim for JT. They well, that's, well that's the thing. You need to be able to do those plays that Asim does. Or whoever the hell does it right in a BZ or Asim. I'll stop talking about Asim because you guys are like, yeah, why don't you just marry the guy? First of all, go fuck yourself. All right. I'm just saying it how it is. Asim's a good player. Um, and I think the main important <laughs> thing is, listen, you can't just run around and just not get kills. Like, if you're doing the things that an Abizi or an Asim or some of these guys do, you have to get kills. You know, like, we, we talk about Classic. That's been his main problem. Is he, he is a really smart player, and he is really unselfish. And that's why people love playing with Classic. I think he just struggles in the slang department sometimes. And that's fair. If people want to criticize him on the slang, it's completely yeah. fair. Um, just... I just want to shift gears and talk about like rocker for a bit because um, like obviously they made a huge comeback on this map and that a lot of it stemmed from major maniac stepping it up he had a big like a uh, three piece I think on the uh, p2 which is like yeah, they when they started to string the, together two before the p2 yeah. to hold our and same same with mm -hmm. attach uh, Preston standy they all played really well and they were all really influential but major maniac I think was the main catalyst of it all he had a rough start to that game and then he just picked it up and yeah he started know, going off they started they started nuts. changing every hill he was just piecing them mm -hmm. up for sure 100 yeah, he had a huge bounce back i think that was really important then we go into a, a raid s and d 
Um, and listen, this guy Priesto was built different. This map, this guy was making fucking. Bro, you're sticking plays. people across the map. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> Two was different offenses stuck someone off yeah, rip. Yeah, he was fucking. He had magnetic nades on a yeah, put down his class. You lose a map like that after choking that lead, then off break, you get stuck across yeah, yeah. the map. Serious chalk, bro. Like, yeah, this is one of those. And it's Paco's first time on land. He's getting stuck in the fucking forehead, running mid map. Like I lose <laughs> my fucking mind, you know. Um, but Preston, he looked really good. Um, I think there was one round, like two or three rounds in, he clutched, he had a big clutch as well in bedroom, uh, which I think was a big play, and just, they rolled the momentum through the whole fucking map. Um, I think, I think New York looked fucking terrible. <laughs> they look, in SD, they looked completely lost. They looked like they didn't even know what they wanted to do. You could tell, um, that they just weren't used to playing with Estimate. They just didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to, uh, without having a certain player in your lineup, you just don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. Don't know what to do. SND is the hardest game mode. You saw Slasher talk about it with LATs, right? With Draza coming in, two, three, five is difficult with a new guy. It is. Well, New York gets two B forward in this round. Actually, JT gets two kills on the retake, but this round ends up going to a one v one. This is where uh, Priest goes wrong. Yeah. and they end up winning this. I literally called him clutching this right after he killed Hydra. I was watching Austin in the room. I was like, he's clutching this. He's like, and again, no way. it's single and then this happens. Yeah, I mean, you see Mac <laughs> running at him. Preston's able to get a kill. Mac runs person here, by the way, to visualize yeah, this. this is Shout sick. The production this is fucking sick. And I mean, right here, Preston sees his fucking foot, and it's all over. Um, this was a dagger. Bada -bing, bada -bing. That was a fucking dagger right there. I think, uh, I think no, the right dagger there. is the next round because it goes down to a one v one again, and they don't They're clutch all it. They're all daggers. They're getting fucking steamrolled. I fucking listen. I'm a New York fan. All right. I hate seeing this shit. I didn't like watching it. You know. I wish we had the team. I wish we had the squad. They're just put in a really tough situation. On top of that, you know, I think Minnesota came out and played well. I don't think. I think Minnesota. Yeah, they did played it. great. Yeah. They played really good. I think they played well, and I, you know, you got to give them credit because you know, against a team like New York. They're still good even with decimates. It's not like these guys can't shoot back all of a sudden because Aceman's not on the team. You know, they're still a good roster, but you got to give credit where credit's due. Minnesota looked good today. Um, I think the only time they really didn't look good to me was off the start of the Garrison Hardpoint. I thought they were really shaky, and Mike had a really bad start, and I said, huh, interesting. I wonder if New York's going to slap them up, and then they just turned it around. They turned it yeah. around, and it was good to go. I mean, you give a team like Minnesota, they're obviously a great team, and then you give them an opportunity to capitalize on them missing a player, like, they're gonna show how much it matters, you yeah. know? They took advantage of it and they showed like, if you're slipping up, you're giving us an inch, they're gonna take a mile. 100%. On top of that, like Standy, what a debut on the CDL online for him. I was just gonna him. say that. Yeah, he played so that. good the series. He and did. that was like the one question mark for me was obviously like, I know Standy, I know he's a good player, but I was like, I wanna see if he could translate his play style. Cause he's also a very aggressive player with the way he plays, he takes a lot of chows. And that's like the play style that's a lot harder to replicate on land. And you know, he, fuck, he fucking did his thing. So yeah, I'm really proud of him for that. Hey, this was a big win for Minnesota. This was huge. I feel like they needed something like this to beat a top team and, and kind of get that confidence, especially for somebody like Standy, right? Who he's just he's coming into land for the first time. He's never played on land, right? Never. He probably uh, has, but never on a big stage. Yeah, never on a big stage. He played when he was relatively unknown. Wasn't like yeah, yeah. Like it was pre MWs when he got his shine. It was pre MW, so yeah, I don't really like. I mean, for the most it. part, right? Mac and Paco never played on land. Everybody's seeing how that. They even look pretty good too, even though they got wiped. I mean, just watching people move around the map and challenge gunfights and seeing like how they how they play, like they didn't really worry me too much. Um, I think uh, Standy definitely showed out though and, and showed what he's capable of doing. Uh, you know, my little cousin still texts me every day, Standy. This guy's the next best thing. I'm telling you, this guy, this is that. He's been, OG He's been an OG Stanley supporter Vinny forever. Vinny is hilarious, bro. I love that kid. He, he told me that, the, that Minnesota is going to be in the finals this weekend. That's what he told me. Vinny said it. He said okay. he said Minnesota will be in the finals. Stanley's on another level. That's what he told me. I said, all right, Vin. <laughs> we'll see. 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised to be honest because they're a good team. They have a good roster. Yeah, they're a good team. It. They're a good team. Even when I was on the team, whenever we screen phase, I feel like the matchup went really well, and they played phase the closest out of yeah. any team that I've seen recently in the matches. Yeah. So that that's who they play next. Like that's good fundamentals. That's a good matchup. Good S and D team. Yeah. Solid map pool. They're 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 they've been pretty consistent online. They might not have been like superstar potential online, but hey, I mean, if they keep uh, this production out of everyone online, then yeah, I could see it happening too. Yeah, it's a, yeah. definitely a good matchup because. I'm excited to watch that one tomorrow for sure. Oh, yeah. The matches tomorrow are going to be fucking lit. Um, even today was really exciting to watch. There's just a lot of curveballs being thrown at us. I didn't expect Optic to go down the way they did. I didn't expect LATs to not have Hook. Like, I was excited to see Hook play with these guys and see what they can do with the roster. Because I thought LATs had a good roster. But at the same time, I also think Draza is one of the best players there. So, I think they're going to I think they're gonna continue to use Draza. I don't know. Uh, to go back to the other series, do you think they're going to put Hook back in? I think uh, that is the eternal question. I don't know. That's I think it'd be Draza, Hook, Kenny, and Slasher. I mean, I guess that's a combo they they haven't tried yet, but whatever they these... can do to keep Draws on the roster. Yeah, Draws should not be sent back to Challengers. I agree with that 100. percent No way can you send that kid back to Challengers. <laughs> he he got he played the best at Anal. Well, who played the best? Probably Slasher, right? But but statistically, after... yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll send a fantastic but, but Draza came in and played the second best, or at least Kenny, uh, at Kenny... least on the sub. I would I would say second best just because subs I guess harder to run, but Kenny also didn't play bad statistically. Like like I said, they won both hard yeah, points. Yeah, well, Kenny's and, irreplaceable. Uh, yeah, they won both HPs. So you look at the stats, it's gonna look weird because they're gonna all be positive and LEG is gonna be mostly negative. But anyways, yeah. I was gonna get Nate shot on. I uh, I had messaged him when all this bullshit was going down because in my head I was like Matt's gotta be losing fucking full. Um, so I messaged him and he, and he said that he was thinking about coming on. Um, it, the problem is with the show is it, he doesn't know when the matches are going to end. Like he has plans, you know what I'm saying guys? And he doesn't know when the match is going to end. So if it ended at a certain time, he was able to come on, but the show just went too late today. Um, there's a lot of matches today. So Mr. Shot could not join us today, but we will definitely get Mr. Shot on one day. Um, hopefully one day we can get him on the show. He's talked about coming on, so we'll try and figure it out, but um, Minnesota, they do a good job clutching up uh, those offenses in Garrison. They got some kills, stacked the point, you know, same old bullshit. Um, but we're going into tomorrow, right? We got some more matches coming up tomorrow. We're going to get into some predictions to kick things off. We got Paris Legion going up against Seattle Surge. I am going to go with a Seattle W here. Um, I don't know what it is, but I just see, feel like after seeing Seattle play today, and maybe that's because I just haven't watched Paris, but just seeing Seattle and what they're capable of and what, what I saw today... I feel like Paris is another good matchup for them. It's not like it's a powerhouse team that's sitting at the top. I feel like this is a team uh, where Seattle can get comfortable and just kind of play their game and, and do what they got to do. So I'm going to go with a with a Seattle 3-2. I can see it going to the wire, but I see Seattle closing it out. Uh, but Ben, we'll go to you, then we'll go to fucking Lamar and Chris, and we'll keep that rotation going. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, I mean, these two teams played last week. Um, it was a pretty tight series, 3-1. I think that Cindy went to round 11. The hard points are relatively close. I think in that series, the sub machine guns on Seattle really struggled. Uh, I think if the Seattle subs can play better, I like the map set against Paris, and I I think they will show up. So I'm going to echo Tom's point. I think Seattle's going to take this 3-1. What do you think, Lamar? Um, I think, I think I'd go with the Seattle 3-1, but I think uh, Legion has some upset potential because they're better at S&D. So... I think what really will be telling is the map one. So I think if Paris comes out and wins map one, uh, they can win the series because I could see them going up 2-0. Mm -hmm. 
but if Surge carries momentum over, you know, and Sam is, you know, delusionally confident right now and everything like that. Yeah. I don't hey, know how we can play. I think Seattle would take it then. Your channel. Yeah, real quick, Chris, before we get into uh, your predictions, and uh, I actually like that prediction, Lamar. I could see the series going either way, honestly, but I'll, I'll still keep my Seattle. But we have a special guest, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing, Asim? What's going on, kid? What's going on, guys? How are we doing? How are Pretty we good, man. We were just talking about the New York series a little bit, and, uh, you know, it was a little bit slow. Not a little bit. It looked like shit today. Uh, they didn't look good today, and, uh, you know, I just want to get you into the show, see how you're feeling, see, uh, you know, where your vibes are at, and, uh, you know, how are you feeling sitting at home, man? I know it's been tough, right? It's been tough uh, watching all this shit. Yeah, man, it's been really hard. I mean, me and you watching matches together, it was, it was killing me seeing the boys lose, and uh, and they honestly, I felt like the hard point was like the dagger, and seeing them go up 80 points and then just losing just really hurt. Yeah. But, um... Bro, like I still, ha I still like, bro. We've done this before in stage one where we looked awful and went as round one against Optic, and then we made uh -huh. a fucking run. So yeah. I feel like they, bro, they ha they have their opportunity to make it. Oh, yeah. And like Ben said, like I think this is gonna be a good reality check for everyone to just start playing together again because I think we've kind of fallen off that kind of wave where we're just kind of outskilling people at this point and mm -hmm. we need to go back into the winning and teamwork mindset. And I'm sure yeah. like that win or that loss would really help them. Uh, especially being being on land with everyone being in the same place, I think it's gonna be a lot easier for them to get on the right page. But yeah, I mean, I'm still confident the boys. Like, I think they can still make the run. Uh, I think they play the winner of LEG in Florida, so we're just gonna have to wait and see about what happens tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But yeah, 100. Um, it definitely sucks. I mean, we were sitting, like you said, we were watching the matches and just, uh, you know, we all want to see you out there. You know what I'm saying? Because you, we, we know what you bring to the to the table, right? Uh, but I agree with you. I think New York can make a run. I, I can see a lot of teams making a run. I can see Optic making a run as well. Uh, yeah. I just think there's a lot of talent in the league for people to kick up and just catch fucking fire. Um, but we're going to be running through some predictions, Jason, if you want to chill out and, and give us your predictions. We'll go to Parasite, and then we'll go to you. But we're kicking things off with Paris Legion versus Seattle. Um, we already gave our predictions, but Chris, we'll go with, to you next. What, who do you think is going to win this one? This is a hard one for me to call just because we saw Seattle play today and they looked pretty damn good and we obviously haven't seen Paris play on land yet. But uh, like Ben was saying, uh, they had a 3-1 in the, uh, the group stages versus Seattle. So I'm, pro I'm, I'm just being unbiased to the fact that we've seen Seattle on land. I'm probably going to say Paris will probably win it 3-2. Just because mm -hmm. I, well, I liked what I saw of Paris when they when they uh, played Seattle, and they they look like they've been on the upward trend at least uh -huh. in their search and destroy gameplay, which is something they've been struggling in. Yeah. And um, I'm gonna I'm I'm actually really curious to see how these vetoes come out tomorrow because I I don't know if they're gonna even though Seattle's really good at raid, I don't know if they're gonna play Paris on that because that's the that's the one S and D that Paris has actually been winning. It's like yeah. the only one. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how that goes, but Paris three two for me. Yeah, it's a hard series to call, right? I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's and what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, especially with how uh, dominant the, the win was for Seattle and yeah. how well Pierce uh, and Sam were playing, mm. uh, I'm going to go with the Seattle 3-1. And I think that the only map that they're going to probably lose is the control. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Seattle's still like a little iffy on control. They look a lot better on land, but Paris, uh, I feel like Paris is going to take that. So I'm going to go with the confident Seattle 3-1. Cool, I like that, I like that a lot. Then we go on to the next one. We got the Florida Mutineers going up against the Los Angeles Gorillas. Um, I'm going to be honest, LAG, I just don't think they're going to be able to hang in the hard points. <laughs> um, you know, as I just said uh, before, when we are watching them, I just don't think they're capable of hanging in the hard points, especially against a team like Florida. I think uh, if LAG could somehow squeeze a respawn here or there like they did today, like control, they're going to have to clutch up on the S&Ds again, which, yeah, they can rely on S&D, but we know how S&D is. Um, and Florida's not a bad S&D team either. 
Um, I just think Florida is going to outplay them tomorrow and, and get a W. So I'm going to go 3-1 Florida. I think they're going to shut them down tomorrow. Ben, what do you think? Uh, actually, this is going to be sort of a repeat of the last time these two teams played, which was a very close 3-1. Uh, I think Florida's got more skill, and I like the way they match up in search. Weirdly enough, the, the map that LG won in that series was the control. So um, that's where I'm feeling in the run line here for LG. Uh, Lamar, I agree up. with that. I take a I take a Florida three one. Any reason I, or just you just um, feel it? I think that I think that they're gonna win the hard point convincingly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How, depending on the control veto, is where I'll take the you know the iffy prediction. I think that if they play Garrison control, LAG will win that again, mm -hmm. and then they'll win the next hard point. But if that if the control is not Garrison, then I think that Florida will win that one, and they'll yeah. win three-one. Yeah. What do you think, Parasite? You're up. Yeah, I think uh, Florida once again three-one. I I could see uh, LAG winning the search and destroy, but my money in the respawns, regardless of the uh, vetoes and stuff like that, it's just mm -hmm. Florida's just too good at respawns uh, versus like a team like LAG who's been struggling in that game mode yeah. or those game modes. I feel you, Asim. Are we on the fucking Florida hype train right now, or what's going on? Listen, I kind of want to say LAG because everyone's in Florida, but like. It's kind of tough to say. It's kind of tough to vote, like vote against Florida, especially with how strong they look to stage. Uh -huh. I think they've been making massive improvements. But I'm going to say it's a close-ass series and say 3-2. Florida 3-2. I like that. That's a good prediction. Then we go on to the next one. We got Toronto Ultra down. Things are starting to get fucking spicy here, guys. We got Toronto <laughs> Ultra going up against Dallas Empire. You know, uh, this one, hey, I'm about to throw a fucking curveball over here. Oh, yeah. I like this. I'm going with Dallas tomorrow. Uh, okay, I'm going okay, with okay. Dallas. I feel like they came out to fucking play today. And listen, I thought Optic had their problems with the way they were playing the game, but I thought Optic looked, or I thought Dallas looked great. I, I felt like they were playing pretty good. Yeah, playing uh, really good. I felt like they're hitting form. And listen, they have all the right tools to be a top team. We know this. They were a top three team when they got rid of Hook. If you have Vivid coming into the team now and he's starting to hit form, I mean, I can see them getting right back to where they were. Um, and it, I feel like only time would have would have told us that. And I, I feel like we're finally starting to see it with these guys. Um, and in Toronto, I, I just feel like maybe they might come into the series or, or come into the weekend a little slow, right? It's their first uh, first match this weekend. Um, Dallas got a, got a little warm-up. Got a little warm-up hey, thing. So, think, so I'm going to go with Dallas 3-2. It's going to be a fucking nail-biter. Uh, but I'm going to go with Dallas 3-2. We also got this asshole coming in. Look who it is. User it's was Zinny, ladies channel. and gentlemen. Let's get some winnies <laughs> in the chat. Zin, how you doing? Tommy! Zin, you, you decided to join us today. Fucking prick. Listen, I'm home in Jersey. I'm watching the Islander game with my dad. I'm just yeah, enjoying some good old-fashioned family time, right? Fuck you. And then I hear we got Lamar on here, Haggy in here. What is it? A community talk show now? <laughs> hey, hey. Well, I've been waiting. That's what happens. Hey, get, I've been everybody who gets benched comes listen, in here. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Yo, I've been what waiting. Wait, Zinni, what the piece? fuck is your problem, Zinni? What the fuck? First of all, the only person who comes in here and talks about themselves all fucking day is you. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, here. So here, you come come here you come pushing your shit. Here you come pushing your shit. On your shit show. Damn. Damn. Oh, shit show. That was a fucking dagger. Shit show. Maybe the last the time you're on the show. Hey, 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 How's everybody doing? Come on. Oh, shit. Get him, man. Get him, man. Forget about it. Hey, no, realistically, though, Zen, how you doing, Zen? How you fucking good, doing? You doing good? You doing good? Yeah, some fucking boring matches, if you ask me, huh? Really? I thought it was pretty. I pretty, thought it was pretty exciting today. Some good matches. I mean, the last two. I think the Optic Dallas was a good match. It caught me off guard, so it was good to me. It was entertaining. Good match. I'd rather watch dogs fucked than watch the last two All matches. All right. So well, there's okay, that. Well. Uh, and then uh, the last one was disappointing for me. But what are you gonna do? Let's let's you get know? on target with these predictions, though. 
Uh, Zin, fire off predictions right now. Yeah. All four series. Uh, yeah, I can get this done quick. Fast. Uh, Legion Surge. I got Surge 3-1. Gorillas Mutineers. I have Mutineers 3-1. Ultra Empire. I have Empire 3-1. Phase Rocker. I have Phase 3-2. Interesting okay. predictions. Interesting. I'll say this. I think the Toronto Dallas series is going to be the best series of the day. Uh -huh. yeah, I think facts. it's going to go to a game five round 11. And I think Toronto's going to clutch up and take a 3-2. Interesting. Uh, Lamar, what, who do you got? This is a hard one to call, uh, honestly. Yeah, it's a, this is definitely a hard one. I agree this will be like the most lit series to watch. Mm -hmm. um, I'll take I'll take Empire 3-1, though. Ooh, I like Ooh. that. And then, well, everybody's everybody's mm. in on the Empire train. Yeah, I love Empire, but I'm gonna break the uh, I'm gonna break it. So I think Toronto's gonna win. I think they're gonna win three two. Um, I just we, we saw them play in the group stages and it was a three zero. Um, granted, Empire has been playing a lot better on land from what we've seen so far in their matches. I don't think that's gonna be enough to change the outcome of the match. It might be a closer series, but you know Toronto beat them three zero like convincingly when we watched um, a few. I mean, like a week back. So I, th I don't think it's going to shift it. But the only Toronto 3-2. I think the only way you can pick Ultra here, I mean, sorry, Empire here, is if you think Ultra's going to be worse on land. Yeah. Are people under that impression? Wait, Zim, did you, no. did you say Empire? I'm not going to go No, no, I said Ultra. Ultra 3-1. Oh, everybody's saying you, 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 you said Empire. You said Empire. You, you said Empire. Empire uh, but oh, you, I said Empire? Yeah. yeah, you said Empire. Did I? Oh, that was an yeah, action. Yeah. Sorry. I meant Ultra 3-1. Oh, you're good, but yeah, like I said, I don't think the land is gonna be that big of a shift. Um, I'm not, I'm not gonna ride that train where like, oh, this team gets worse. I've always said it's well, about no, the individuals. So. I think, I mean, when it comes down to, like the top three teams, I mean, New York's obviously an anomaly because their situation's weird. Uh, I mean, I think Ultra and Phase are the clear-cut two best teams in the game. Last time I said that, I think Ultra's undoubtedly top two. I got roasted there, but New York, New York. Then they got fucking three zero choke slammed. Oh, oh shit. Well, Dal I mean, Dallas has an opportunity tomorrow your boys. to come I mean, out and not? maybe shuffle that, that thought process. I wouldn't go with Choke can... Slam, but it was, yeah. you know, well, well, like I, it, it'll it be an close. interesting series regardless. Yeah, I, I, if Dallas comes out and wins tomorrow, suddenly that thought process switches up. Um, I just think the Toronto guys have played well all year, at least stage yeah. one aside. They played good in this stage. They've been sitting there practicing for what will now be two and a half days. They need to be prepared for this series. It's going to be a banger, and uh, we'll see what happens. They come out on like Friday tomorrow, like a like bad Friday, like three zero. Like I might just be like, "Yo, Empire, you're winning the event." Like I might call it, no cap. Even though I've, obviously we still got Phase in there, like I'm I'm gonna ride the hype train if they come out and smoke okay. tomorrow. <laughs> hey, so what do you think? Uh, I think it's gonna be Toronto three two because no. I think Toronto's S and D and control <laughs> game is really good. <laughs> But but Dallas, they got that momentum from yes from uh, just this past day with with Lancod, so uh, it's gonna be a really close one. Yeah, it's gonna be a good match. And then we go on to the fucking Atlanta Phase versus the Minnesota Rocker. Phase is gonna win the first hard point. Minnesota will bounce back with an S and D, and then Phase will go on to win the next two respawns. I'm gonna go three one Phase. Ben, what do you got? Uh, so the, these teams played recently. It was a weirdo series because I don't, if I remember correctly, it didn't really matter to Phase. I think they had locked first seed at that point. They didn't play well in that series. Minnesota played very well. No, they didn't uh, lock The first. maps were close. Like, all of the maps in that series were really close. Um, that being said, like, I just feel like FaZe has dropped two maps in this stage. Uh, and I find it really hard to think that they're going to kind of get blown away by Minnesota in this, in this set. <laughs> I agree with Tom. I was, I was leaning towards, like, a 3-0, a but I, I'm going to spot Minnesota a map here. I like what I've seen. I think they're going to grab... Probably the first map here in the phase will take the next three and close out. 
Not bad, I'll Lamar. I'll take a rocker 3-2. Hmm. I'll take a rocker 3-2. They played them really, really, no, really close. No, they did. I mean, the last hey, 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 listen, first hey, of all. Hey, you, you're one to talk, uh, man. You yeah, always... Yeah, you yeah, hold, yeah, hold on, Ron. Okay, okay, no, hold on, no, 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 no. Fuck you. Ultra's a top two team in the game. Pick okay, but you weren't saying that when you first got benched. You weren't saying that when you first got benched. And you were just saying Toronto 3-0. Toronto 3-0. Wait, Ultra. Facts. Tom, was he not doing that? I was obviously saying it sarcastically. Yeah, but you were ruining the predict like the prediction segment. You would always listen, be like, listen, Toronto listen, 3 -1, bro, let's 3 -1. fucking be honest. Beef, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> let, 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 listen, let's just say how it is, though. Let's just say how yeah, it is. Like, come listen, on. if I'm doing a New York fucking prediction, I'm going with New York. If Zinni gets yeah. a fucking Toronto, he's going. Who the fuck yeah. would it? What are we fucking assholes? We get paid by these fucking guys. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know. So come on, no, let's I mean, cut the bullshit. No, I like to think I'm. I'm still pretty. Like for example, if it's Ultra versus Phase, I'll pick Ultra. But like. Phase could obviously very easily win, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm pretty reasonable with it, but... Yeah, I mean, so I don't it's know. not I unreasonable like... to say Rocker can win when they play them the closest I mean, out of anyone. I mean, it's not unreasonable. Racks. It's yeah. unlikely if you're going off what you're... Like, what do you what? mean? They matched up one time the whole year, and they barely, barely lost. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, good, not, it's a good match. Now we're on land. It was a 3-1, to be fair. Attach gets worse on land. It wasn't a Game 5 series. I mean, it doesn't, hold wait, hold on. The, the map scores don't tell the stories of the series. The actual, like... The actual scores of the game, dude. The first map was like a two-point game. That. Like the other, the other thing I'm trying to set though, Lamar. To be fair, and this is the same with that Paris series against Phase. It's like at that point, Phase is just playing to just not like. Wait, Lamar said it wasn't they're guaranteed. Not for first Wait, they were not guaranteed yeah, first. They, that they, match they was for first seed. Yeah. yeah, that match was for first seed. Yeah, yeah. 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 that match was well, for first the, seed. The they're going hard as hell. That's a tournament match. The flip side too of that series, Lamar, is I thought Minnesota played well statistically, and Phase had one of their worst statistical series. And it was still a 3-1. And I feel like FaZe has been sitting there thinking about that series now for a couple of days. I would be surprised if those guys come out and this goes five games. I'm not saying there's going to come in and steamroll FaZe or anything like that. Obviously, FaZe is a major team. Lamar, it's FaZe, Ben. you got to take it with a grain of salt. My prediction, Lamar, is going back here, to be honest. I was gassing it. I don't think it's not like crazy far fetched. I think FaZe are the clear cut favorites. But Yeah, FaZe is the best team right now. Minnesota played a lot better than I expected. Today, granted, like still tiny bit of an asterisk, right? No, Asim goat. A tiny hard bitch. Carry. What are you out of your mind? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to completely discredit Minnesota's good yeah. play today. No, no, you I, can't. You I, can't. I don't think but, that's fair. But you also it's, okay, come on. Sorry, huge asterisk. I guess. I mean, you take a top three team. <laughs> You take a top five you player. You switch up that formula and yeah, love that. That was good. Yeah, that's so that's good. the problem. It's a top five player. <laughs> No, Zen, what am I speaking out of my fucking ass? <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't think you wanted to I'm talking to you. Sorry, sorry, I'll suck him off. Yeah, you see, I think you're a top five player, buddy. <laughs> Is that what you wanted, Tom? No, I mean, you were talking, you were saying something. I thought you were going to continue your point. You no, know, you no, were, I mean, you know. No, but Minnesota played well. Um, listen. I think FaZe is winning, but like, dude, Minnesota's a solid search team. They can take a couple searches, make it make it dicey. I'm telling you, there's something about that matchup, bro. Top 15, are you guys out of your fucking... Bro, <laughs> if we're talking strictly Asim and his role, like, we're talking roles here. Listen, I, listen, in his role, I personally think Asim's a top five, in my opinion. Now, that's biased, okay? C clearly, it's fucking biased, but what are you gonna fucking do? He's top five, fuck you. 
Then uh, <laughs> let's uh, Parasite. Let's get your opinions. I was gonna back Lamar. I think uh, this could go game five. I like what I saw from Rocker today. Obviously, he was playing against uh, not fully there New York, but at the same time, on an individual level, I like what I saw out of all of them. Uh, in comparison to when I watched him play online, it always feels like maybe one or two players are slacking behind in the slaying categories. Even even when they're winning matches, like we always like we would always uh, say that like oh Stan needs to have a big series if they want to win. Stan needs to have a big series. But hey, man, you got production out of every single one of their members today, and they they had a dominant win. Granted. It, like I said, it wasn't against the full New York. Mm -hmm. I think that they have the potential hey, to have a good, good, long game with FaZe. Yep, it's yeah. pretty good. And then, uh, Asum, did you give your predictions? What the fuck's in? <laughs> I, I think every time every time you see Rocker win is when, uh, like, I know we always talk about Sandy, but, like, I feel like Preston is a, is a huge impact player. And, I mean, even in past years, when you see him frying, you actually see it in the scoreboard. Mm -hmm. And when he has a 1.3 and 11k damage kind of type of series, like, that's when you'll see Rocker have a hot, like, win, like, 3-0 or whatever. But Listen. against FaZe, I think against uh against Fizz especially i think preston and sandy need to step it up and as, uh, like you guys have just said like major maniac was well he started off slow but he kind of regained so i'm gonna go with phase three one but i can see minnesota winning three two if sandy and preston have a great series it's mm. good prediction not too bad uh listen i'm really excited for these matches tomorrow i think uh, especially the last two are gonna Frame be really tweet. exciting um, everybody's saying crim tweet. I'll take a look. Um, but while we're doing that, I'm going to take it all subscribers only. All right. You guys go crazy and ask some questions and we'll do the best. Wait, we hold can on, wait, hold on. Let me say something quick. Cause I know, go ahead. I know you guys already talked about this. So I don't want to like start a whole new conversation, but let's not like, okay, listen, we can give it a sort of the credit, but let's not gas the fact that New York threw a hundred point lead and then just broke down. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, realistically too, I also said this, it's not like Hydra, Mac and clay are just fucking shit without Asim. Like they definitely got, they got mopped today and Minnesota definitely outplayed them for sure. I, but I, uh, at the same time, I also think they're missing a very key factor to their team. And I think there's a lot that Asim brings to that team that people I mean, don't I mean, know it, and don't it, it see. Just, it, it's just a difference in pacing, right? Yeah. JT it's a whole not, different team. It's a whole JT different is thing. Not as, JT is like a slayer, whereas I describe Asim as like the like always the first winning, gonna get you one or two. They sort of lose that bit of pacing, even if it's like a second or two or millisecond or two. It's it's still very different. So yeah, sorry, I don't mean to go on a tangent. No, you're good, I know you already good. talked about that and, shit. Nah, but I agree with you honestly. But Crim Six, he came out with a fucking tweet. By the way, today's match is a prime example of how you act after a win versus your rivals. You don't scream in their face and kick them when they're down. That is how cowards act, and that isn't me and isn't us either. Rivals Damn. are always pushing you what to be pussy. better. Nah, who does this I don't guy like think this, he bro. is? I don't like we this. know who Krim, we know you. You are not this fuck you. Get him on the show. Get him on the show. Krim is not that guy. You are not that guy. Bro. You are not that guy. Trust me, pal. You are not that guy. Trust me. You're not that guy. I've been waiting for someone to make their reference. Wow, I just dropped it in the best way possible. No, I don't like that, bro. Like, talk your shit. People are gonna roast you. You roast them. Like, it's all entertainment. It's great content. Like. Yeah. What, I love that. I love when people talk shit to each other. Now, what he fun. says is respectable if Asim tweeted Yo. it. Yo, not Grim. <laughs> yeah. Not Grim, dude. We know. We know you, son. Tommy, you need, you need to put that on the stream so people understand what Zuri's right, talking wait, about. DM, people the, know DM the, the, here, here. Give it a Ben. Ben, DM me this, all right? DM me this on Discord. DM it or Discord? Discord, because I'm on a, a dual PC, so I can't. Yeah, I can't I Discord. For people that like aren't on TikTok, <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna play you guys the memes. You understand? You're not that guy. That was perfect. That was perfect. That was gold. 
old, bro. I wait, wait, wait. I, good, didn't, I, I wasn't even planning on going there. Just rolled off the tongue. Ooh, see, all morning, this TeamSpeak has been saying it nonstop. That's why it was that much funnier, because you uh, just dropped it out of nowhere. And also, if you haven't seen it yet, you live under a rock. Yeah, 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 let's play real quick. It's 10 seconds. Here we go. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Okay. Yeah? Are you? Absolutely. <laughs> That's good stuff, bro. That's good stuff. No, you know why it's funny, too? Because when you pair with other things, right? Like when you, meet, when you use it as a meme, it's fucking comedy. I saw one where it's like when you're looking for extra large condoms, and it goes, you're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Fucking music is playing. Uh, we're good. Uh, but yeah, is there any questions in the chat that we can fucking grab? Ben, have you seen any? Because I've been fucking doing all this shit. Did you pick any questions out of the, uh, out of the fucking full version? No, the full version is too long. Listen, bro, you guys can go look with the full, fucking full version. I'll give it all to right. him real quick. All right, go ahead. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Are you? Absolutely. You pimply-headed freak. Wait, what? He said that? Yeah, he said you pimple-headed freak or something oh, like that. Oh, shit, what the someone, fuck? Uh, someone said, so optics struggles continue out to the end of the season. What do you think they'll do for next year? What changes happen, if any? I think 100% they'd make a change if they managed to not win an event this year. They'll make a change. They have to. I mean, it, it, yeah, they don't have to, I but I feel like they'll feel the need nah, to. Nah, you have to. Yeah, yeah they'll feel the said? need to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but who? Like, bro, that's, the, that's always the biggest question is who the hell do you yeah, replace on optic and for who? Yeah, I don't know. That's where things get a little tricky. I don't know, that's a conversation. That's a great, great if, question. That's a conversation if they keep going downhill. I don't know. I think, I don't know, you got to hope they turn it around for viewership Someone sake. said, uh, thoughts on Clay's... <laughs> someone... This is actually a good question, Tom. We need Th those guys. Thoughts on Clay's action at the end of the series and during the series. So I didn't at the see end of the I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Yeah, so What's he screaming? At the end of the series, uh, after, so, like, I guess there was some confusion about, like, the fist bumps or handshakes, whatever, like, does, like, uh, he... I don't know. There's some weird exchange there. And then at the end, when he was walking off, he kind of kicked Hydra's chair. He's also kind of jawing at his, at his team. Uh, I think he was definitely Was Hydra frustrated. sitting on the chair? No, he was standing up. They Good, because like, I would have fucking... I would have said something to Clay if he kicked it while Hydra's on the chair. You don't disrespect Paco. No, no. They were, they were all but standing I don't up. See, and... I don't see Clay doing that. And I see people saying, man, child, and this and that. Listen, bro, Clay... That's just how Clay is, man. He's always been like that. I watched this guy toss a fucking silver medal across the fucking venue. Listen, bro. That's what think... hilarious. No, he didn't. He didn't realize how hilarious. So he was trying to kick the chair into the into the desk, like, with his hip, and it, like, it curved left, and it, and it hit Paco, and it, that was not his intention. And he also... He also said that he didn't even turn around like he didn't know it hit Paco like at all he had no idea because he was just frustrated and he was walking off and it looked really bad obviously because everyone thought he intentionally kicked the chair towards Paco saying like yo like you fucked up or some shit but mm -hmm. that's not That'd the be so weird bro and no one also, would ever do that yeah exactly you wouldn't do that to your teammate bro and yeah, also that thing is like the reason why he didn't fist bump is because he thought it was COVID like you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to fist bump the team especially with how they're trying to you know mediate like the contact tracing with everyone so that no one gets positive from covid so that was like the other thing the reason why he didn't he didn't fist bump he like lost full guys he lost fucking full clayster he bro. came out and tweeted out holy shit y'all are annoying i wasn't yelling at him i was yelling at the whole team i didn't know we were fist bumping after games and two had already passed by the time i noticed it's being blown out of proportion who cares bro how many times have we seen clay yell after a fucking loss he he cares he's just passionate i mean he, it's fucking yeah, i'm gonna dry. argue that first off i'm gonna defend him then i'm gonna fucking not roast him, but like he gets a pass because he's clay. Whereas if any other player does that type of shit, they're seen as toxic and yeah, true. talk shit about. Whereas true. if it's clay, it's like Instead oh, he's passionate. Clay, he's passionate. Whatever. Yeah, that's Where if it's true. Slasher, it's a fucking negative, toxic prick. It's like <laughs> yeah. it just depends on the the perception image of the person. And stigma. But yeah. to his defense, like 
being a top three team, then your team can't go to the event is horseshit. Frustrations are high, and I, and and I understand that. So, but still, there, there's just weird misconception where oh, Clay's super passionate. What a good guy. What a prick. This guy's it's just like it's the same thing. It's just the way you perceive different people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially somebody like me too who knows Clay. You just know how to deal with it. Like I had no problem ever speaking up to Clay because at the end he'll always have like a conversation with you and, and talk to you. Like he'll never just treat you like a piece of shit. Um, but I think sometimes his emotions get in the way and he does shit like toss fucking medals across the venue or fucking kick a chair or do some weird shit, right? And he's just like, listen, man, it is what it is. What are you gonna fucking do? I think it's being blown way out of fucking proportion. Um, but yeah, I agree with what Zinni said. You know, it could be looked at in a, in a bad way. So, you know, people can say whatever they want, but who gives a fuck? Let's move on to the, some other questions. Let's do take feel, one more. Do you feel that the entry sub will become a more common play style new players take on to stand out since there's a high demand for them and low supply? Um, it's always been a playstyle you should get on your team. I, I feel like getting an entry sub like that has always been a thing in God, has it not? For the uh, most part. Yeah, no, it has been. The way I see it is, bro, you're a sub, you do sub things, you're an AR, you do AR things. People just, some people just get it, some people just don't. Like, like, yeah. like Asim is one of those players that understands it. It's not yeah. like, it's not like Asim's just going in first every single time. Yeah, yeah, he just yeah, understands right. when he needs to do something that... You know, and he's, he's good on the map, and, yeah, he's, and good he's good at, at it. it. Yeah, I mean that's another thing too. Know. Is there's people who try to do it. And the you're a sub. You're a sub. You play like a sub. You're an AR. You play like an AR. Stop the. There's no way. The question was there's people the, are better the, at certain things. The question was how to get. The question was how to get noticed. No, um, was like how to get like, noticed. Like, um, like, 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 do you feel? Sorry, do you feel that the entry sub will become a more common playstyle? New players take on st to stand out since there's a high demand for them and low supply. So, uh, so he's he, saying, uh, so, do you think more people are going to try and be entry sub players because, they're, you know, they're high demand, low supply. Like, people want to try. Well, I mean, to be completely transparent, like, yes and no. Like, if you're going in first and getting a two-piece, yes. If you're going in first and making someone one-shot and dying, then no. Because if, to get picked up, the main thing is kills. No matter what anybody tells yeah, I don't you. Think yeah. ever the, way common, in my opinion. the way you get picked up is common. by shitting on people and good, getting high kill games and all that shit. You can, if, if you go 20 and 20 sliding in first and your teammate's going 35 and 20 because of you, he's getting picked up. Up, not yeah. you. I mean, we're talking about it. Well, hey, we're that, talking about it yeah, so fucking. So bro, that's hey, just way no, worse. No, it, it's crazy too because we're talking about it so vaguely. Like, it's not just like you run, get yeah, a kill, die, that. run, get a kill, die. Like, you still need to be able to play your life, make good decisions around a map, take good routes when you need to. You still need to be able to be a good COD player. Um, but in terms of roles, like, yeah, they're definitely there's definitely people who have certain playstyles who fit into those roles. But I yeah. think for the most part, you should do what you're most comfortable doing and find what role is for you. Mm. And, yeah. and, like someone and, you said know what in I'm the saying? chat too, I don't think it'll ever be like common because it's the hardest role in COD. Like I think it just, yeah. it's just like any other hard ass role. Like it's not going to be common. It, it's so hot. It's so it's hard talking. Yeah, it's it's so difficult talking yeah. about like roles and stuff like that with like casual competitive fans because as a pro you just kind of get it like it's like we we sit here and talk about oh, there's no roles it's just like you do this you do this but we try to dumb it down like yeah, no offense to, to like down, yeah. the viewers and stuff like that where we're you know we're using these role terms but in realistic you know sense there's no actual roles in cod bro as a sub you do things that subs need to be uh, needs to do and as an ar you do things that ars need to do but there are times where both roles are doing what each other has to do it's just about getting the dub and understanding call of duty at a micro level which is impossible to even um communicate to fans it's mm -hmm. so difficult yeah but we can end it there guys i think we had an amazing show uh you know we got a lot of great matches tomorrow it was a long day at cod so you know we had a little bit of a longer show today and we'll continue to do that tomorrow but 
I do want to thank the guests for coming on. Uh, we had accuracy on for uh, today, and uh, Lamar, you did a great job, man. You're the fucking man. I appreciate, appreciate you coming you on. Wait, wait hold you. on. I, I was late. Oh. Did, did Lamar give you his like fake interview uh, voice? <laughs> no, <laughs> he didn't. No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, he, he, didn't he didn't do his super monotone, serious, like <laughs> nah. slower talking, calmer. Okay, but, I'm but, sure he didn't but, do that. But let's be honest. The flank has that vibe where we're just chilling. You know what yeah, I'm saying? No, I, was fucking, I was just fucking with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we we just be chilling in here, bro. Just talking. I mean, it's not not anything too crazy. Just talking about cod man just having a good time so i appreciate you, you, you yeah, thanks for having me on tom thank yeah. you mafia appreciate y'all hell yeah bro we, hey let's do it again lamar too you gotta come on you gotta come definitely. on more. i'm down whatever Hit yeah, me up. yeah definitely gotta come on shout out to fucking parasite right parasite's been here a bunch um appreciate you shout dog out to you man it's always a pleasure man you're always excited to come on which i love it um yeah we'll get a bent puck guys calm down uh we appreciate you uh zinni go fuck yourself you coming at the wait, last 10 hold seconds on. wait hold on but but I came in with bangers. You got to admit, I came in hot tonight. No, a banger. What do you mean? I'm fucking seeing Winnie. Usually I see Linny. Linny. Tonight's win. Nothing but Winnie. I didn't see one Linny. It was man, iconic. What was any? I appreciate you coming on. You're the fucking man. Yeah, you're the fucking man. I appreciate you. And then course, most importantly, Asim, you know, thank you for coming on towards the end and uh, just chilling and, and vibing. Uh, obviously, things are very difficult, but, you know, your, your spirits are still high. And you're the fucking man for that. So we appreciate you, man. Uh, thank you for joining. Is he in here? Is he still in here? Yeah, I don't no, know if he's no like, oh, no, Listen, Tom, no problem, you know? It's a little bump in the road. It's all good, though, because we got stage five. Facts, man. It's just a bump. You gotta get over that shit. Uh, but listen, man, Ben's gonna fucking sink a pot or else I'm gonna fucking cook him. Let's so, go. uh, Ben J to see. Let's step up. Let's do what you do, baby. You got shorts on with the slippers and no socks again? He Wait, Tim blocked me. What the fuck? <laughs> he blocked you? Krim blocked yeah, did, you? Yeah, yeah, did he tweet something? Oh, we got breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on, let's see if Ben can hit the fucking button, and we're gonna talk about this. Benjamin Asim, he's gonna step up onto the green. Slippers on, no socks. Nike shorts, of course, with a polo shirt. This guy is out of his fucking mind. He's gonna line it up, he's gonna strike, and he's gonna sink the button. And Benjamin Asim does not choke today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get a win and a check, come on. <laughs> let's get a fucking win. This guy didn't choke today. Congrats, Ben. You actually fucking hit Thank the you. thing. Um, hey ben, yeah, yeah, I hit a good putt yesterday. It was just short. Hey Ben, we got Let's some breaking news. One. We got some breaking news. What's the breaking news? Prim Six has blocked Anthony Zinni, aka <laughs> what actually on, on Twitter. Twitter. What did he say? What do you mean? What did he say? What did you he say said, that uh, got you blocked? So, so I, I just replied said you're not that guy, pal. He blocked you because of that. He <laughs> well, hasn't tweeted anything you. else. So Nano tweeted at Krim like a Photoshop picture, classic Nano. And then Krim replied, Nano, I blocked Zinni for the lulls. He would make a separate tweet watch, 25 gifted on it. So wait, so wait, okay, listen. Oh, let's, shush, no, wait, shush, 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 shush. No, no, chill, 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 listen. We're we're good. Listen, no one tell Krim that I know. So if I if I don't tweet, I get twenty-five gifted? No, I think I it's between Nato and Krim. I don't think it's between you and Krim. Oh, shit. So what do I do? Do I tweet or do I not tweet? I mean, to be honest, okay. you already, you already, regardless, Krim kind of <laughs> fucking hit it on the nose. You didn't tweet, but you brought it up and you were fucking tweaking about uh... it. No, shut, dude. No, it's all about the tweet. Dude, you guys are, I'm out of here. You guys are lame. Tom, we player what? Uh, I might be down. Uh, here's the thing. All right. First of all, let me end the show and we'll talk. Listen, yeah. guys. I Krim just texted you. me breaking. Dude, he oh, said oh, he probably didn't say anything stupid. He said my tweets cannot be seen by you now. Oh my I god. Said, you're, uh, I said you're uh, a brick. Let's, right, let's not fucking end this fucking thing. My god. Oh, I thought you already ended. Sorry. No. <laughs> make sure to like, comment, subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. Make sure to subscribe, guys. Uh, I appreciate all the love and support on there. Guys, go to Anchor.fm/slash/theflank to check out all the audio sites like Spotify, Apple, whatever, etc. <laughs> Um, Ben's been doing a great job uploading all that shit. Thank you. 
um and most importantly guys go follow the flank on twitter we just hit 10,000 followers on the flank which is incredible i appreciate all the support on there gersh has been doing a great job he tweets a lot of stuff he interacts a lot with the fans all day we i'd be retweeting stuff and and going on there a lot so make sure to go show some love to that twitter handle um go follow ben at ben Janicine. go follow myself at zuma with two a's um and guys i appreciate all the love and support uh you guys came in with a lot of positive energy energy today and uh just know that i appreciate every single one of you um and i love you guys man we'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode of the flank and uh we'll keep these pumping all right my god ben you type it up a fucking essay i'm sorry that's, that's me, me.